0: Good morning, good morning. There goes the neighborhood. And there was much rejoicing.
1: Didn't your meds kick in yet?
2: Because David Lefter is here. He's a Long Island arts guy. He's got his own radio show.
3: I want you all to really enjoy a wonderful program done by a fine artist.
0: A glorious thing of unparalleled beauty.
3: Dave's gone by. Dave is one of my very favorite broadcasters, so keep on listening to Mr. Dave.
0: The mingles in a fruit fight. Every color of day. Whirling around at night. I'm playing this music. So the young girl will come out to meet the monster tonight. Tropical Hot Dog Night. Like two flamingos in a fruit fight I don't want to know about wrong or right I don't want to know I'm anywhere tonight
4: Tropical High There goes the neighborhood. Good morning, everyone. And howdy-do here on this Saturday morning, September 19th, 2015. Can't believe I'm here after quite a long, but but actually quite excellent week of a lot, a lot of stuff to do. I've been teaching. Of course, I've been doing my one-man show over in the Boulder Fringe Festival. A lot of driving, a lot of acting, a lot of teaching, a lot of performative stuff, a little bit of sleeping too, and some fun as well. So it's great to be here live on the air on this Saturday morning just before autumn begins here in Greeley, Colorado. The University of Northern Colorado is where we're at, the chalk capital now of the universe. Yes, while I was at Potato Day, uh, and, and my wife and I were at Potageo Day last Saturday. Other people were busy in the parking lot behind the University Center, creating what was it—the longest ever chalk thing ever chalk. What the hell was that? They were ch- each person like took a chalk. I don't know what block. they were doing. They were doing something. With chalk. Well, they they got the world's record. The Guinness Book of wow. World's Records.
1: Last year it was kind of sad, or two years ago, whenever because they didn't they didn't win and people were very
4: sad. Yeah, there, there was. I mean, it just redoubled our efforts. That's right. To be the chalk. Fight the power.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fight the power. How many people be? took
4: pictures and, and there were? It must yeah, have a it's, huge in the, mural. it's in
1: the mirror. In the mirror,
4: I don't know if they had a, a big picture in the mirror. I gotta thank—they
1: did. They had a picture of uh, several of squares, and on the on the cover, oh, yeah? it was—you didn't see anything else than
4: yourself. I yeah, know. Well, they didn't use my picture in the mirror, but I gotta thank. Oh, what you know her first name? I don't.
1: Wait, I don't have the thing though. I could look it up. You talk, it and I'll look, in it, my on my phone. I I'll look it up copy. on my phone.
4: The UNC Mirror is oh the school newspaper.
1: But it's
4: not affiliated. Um, it's not owned by UNC, but it's considered the school newspaper. Here at UNC. So look,
1: here's chalk pictures. Oh, there. Okay, yeah.
4: Okay. So in the cover, um, no, that's a big uh, thing for feminism because well, there's my thing. Staff
1: report. Just mm. say staff because we're not uh, sure who wrote it. Not
4: sure who wrote it. Well, she introduced herself. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm being very, very um, scattered here. I be- um, but no. the UNC Mirror, our school newspaper. LaShane
1: Brown probably.
4: La- 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 Brown wrote a big story about Really breaking the world record. All about of um chalk. of chalking from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. It was all day.
1: You know what I wonder, David? How many erasers do you need to get rid of all that? <laughs> That's a lot of
4: work. Don't they just let the rain do it? Yes, it's a joke. Yeah. Well, you know, we've had so little rain, it could be up there until December. Which should be fine. I mean, it's chalk. It's pretty. They all gathered to help break a Guinness World Record for the longest chalk drawing. in mm-hmm. stretched over three and a half Miles, good lord! Located in the university parking lot off Eleventh and Twenty Second Streets, so I, mean, I guess it would be square mile. Or if you were to, no, but
1: it's not. I mean, it's the it's the footage or the mileage. It's together because the parking lots are not like end yeah, they're to not end. Three miles, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, you go around, you know. So I'm, I'm sure if they had, stretched
4: them in a line. Yeah, I'm
1: sure they had an inspector from Guinness measure, you know, and check everything out. Yeah.
4: See, last year we uh, fell short by a mile and a half. That's depressing. Well, except that redoubled our efforts this That's year. That's right. The previous record was achieved by over 5,000 students from Jena, Germany, back in 2009. Oh. So we beat the Germans, man. Yeah. This, the theme was nature. Oh. So people drew, uh, drew flowers and trees and nature scenes. Um, people also drew images of Snoopy Pokemon, because that's real natural. And the minions, of course, from Despicable Me. Oh. Well, still, congratulations. I think that's cool. But more importantly, much more importantly, than what was the cover story what? of last week's UNC Mirror <laughs> newspaper, I got to thank this this girl, La Jene Cha- Brown, La A- A- Genée? La Genée? is it Brown? I I met her once. You know her, maybe, or maybe you've heard of her, or or saw her at um, if you read the Mirror or you know the people there. But um, she was very nice. She introduced me in. The hallway. No, she
1: introduced herself to you. That's yes, true. You said she introduced me in the hallway. I am so tired. I fired. am David.
4: <laughs> <laughs> she looked like a David.
1: And now performing.
4: And she said, "Oh, you know, thank you so much." I'm like, "Who are you?" And she says, "Oh, you sent me your press release about your show." And they were kind enough to put in a terrific story on page four in the arts and culture section of the uh, of the mirror. No picture, sob sob, but a, a marvelous yeah. I mean, basically, they took my press release and quoted it verbatim, which is exactly no, what anybody wants.
1: maniacal rise to power. You like? Yeah. That.
4: So they wrote this story about my show, "The Miracle of Long Johns," which began this Thursday, this past Thursday, at the Boulder Fringe Festival in Boulder, Colorado. And the, she did a marvelous job um, putting that story in there. I thank the Mirror, and I thank her so yeah. much yeah. for doing that. Absolutely, very, very much appreciated. So um, thank you. Uh, La Asia yeah, you had a
1: lot of support from school, from the Biz Hub to the media. Yeah, you know, you oh, had, um, yeah,
4: b- yeah. Biz Hub, that's right. They're affiliated here. I, who, I biz Hub is t- a
1: joint partnership with Monford and the um, DBA. Uh, well, it's, it's more The SBDC, yeah, yeah, small business.
4: Uh, Jen has been just a, a yeah. wonderful resource. Just, I'm okay. just saying that on the air if people are listening, but yeah, some terrific people have helped me get my show up the ground, not to mention all the wonderful folks who donated to my Indiegogo campaign uh, several weeks ago, and put us well over the top for our goal to bring the Miracle of Long John's to the Boulder Fringe, and then to New York in October, so this week was about getting my show up at the Boulder Fringe Festival in the First United Methodist Church. That's our location of all places in Boulder, right on Spruce Street, (laughs) 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 near 14th Street. Um, And we've done them. We've done two – I would say we've gotten two shows under our belt, but they're two half shows. So we've had to break the show in half because of length. And I've been doing now part one, and then I'll start doing part two next week as well. We'll mix them up depending on the night uh, because what happened was my show, which I've been working on and working on and cutting and shaping and learning and memorizing, turned out to be 80 to 85 minutes long, which is just too long for my time slot and pushes a lot of other people back if they were to let me go all the way. They're being very, very strict and draconian about it, sometimes for good reason and sometimes not. But so I had to make a very fast decision to chop my plane, not to chop parts out of it because I'm not going to gut my plane like that, but to do part one and get that down and get people interested and then have them come back if they really want to see the miracle that happens in the miracle of long johns. So I did two shows to very receptive and and marvelously laughing and interested audiences on Thursday and just last night. And then I'm doing another on Monday night at 6 and then we've got two more Friday night at Eight, and then my last show will be next Saturday Well, not tonight, but next Saturday At 6 o'clock All of them at the First United Methodist Church On 14th and Spruce Street Right in the heart, literally the heart A block from Pearl Street Mall In um, in Boulder, Colorado So, so far things I, do, I think are going uh, Pretty 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 well, I would say I mean, you've seen it you, uh, How are you feeling about it, babe? What's
5: that?
4: <laughs> Joyce is wrapped up reading the mirror newspaper. What? All four pa- all eight pages of it. Um yeah, you know, your your thoughts on Boulder so far.
1: I enjoyed it. It was a very nice time. I had a good time, thank you.
4: Great, cool. It was good. I like. it. <laughs> That's all you have to say about my show, about the the fringe, about... We're if talking you, about Boulder. If the, you uh,
1: if you are involved with an artist, prepare to live with a Devo. Oh, well,
4: yeah. Well, Devo, I, mean, I was furious. Devo. On. Devo. You
1: know. Devo. When they told me
4: I couldn't do my whole show.
1: Oh, because, yeah, because when they say you have an hour and you make your show double that time, you get mad.
4: It's not a two-hour show. It's 80 minutes. Maybe 83 yeah, minutes. Yeah, but you
1: know it was longer, and then you're all hammy and stuff, so you would be there for two <laughs> hours, and the next performers would be waiting.
4: Okay. I mean, I I kind of. You should have got
1: a longer block in the beginning.
4: I should have gotten a longer. That was my fault. When I was writing the play, I thought it would. You know,
1: you David, this show's supposed to end at twelve. It goes on until two every week. (laughs) Do you think there's any surprise that if you're always, always (laughs) running over time, that you're ever going to be on time with a creative project? No. No. (laughs) You haven't been on time with the show since you began.
4: All right. Fair enough. All right. Well, no. Back back on Long Island, when I have fifty-seven minutes, that's, I get off the air.
1: Yeah, because that's because the next people were shoving you out. Yeah. They were putting their yeah, music yeah. in and getting you out, and the the DJ with the guy throwing. No nobody
4: hit. was long after me. I'd stay on. Of, of course, course you yeah. would.
1: You'd be on twenty-four wearing yeah. depends if you could.
4: No, I mean I understand not wanting to affect other artists. Even though you know my my strike time is really quick, and and their setup time is really quick, so mm-hmm. they could have they could have pushed them ten minutes and not the world would not come to an end. They could have helped me a bit. They could have nudged a little. And they certainly could The the reason I'm still angry... Don't cry for me,
1: David Tina. Is that
4: even on that one night when there's nobody after me, when I'm the last show Mm -hmm. on the program...
1: Yeah, but they have to pay for Daniel.
4: So I'll, I'll, I'll tip... Daniel is my wonderful... Uh, technical manager. He's the guy running the lights and the sound, mm-hmm. and he's also helped set up. He's just been marvelous. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but you know, so I'll I'll give him a, a tip or something. Uh, no, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. You know, I have to be off the stage at eight fifty nine. I can't well, be off that's the stage nine twenty. I
1: think that's the irony for me. like about Boulder when we went to the yoga thing there. Yoga is about ethical principles. We have eight limbs of practice. Where you do things, you treat mm-hmm. people fairly. And things happened at the yoga festival that we felt were unfair. So it's like, I think there's a lot of things like that where you think at a fringe they'd support artists and do things, yet they're they're a business model. So, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of, like, things that you think are counterintuitive
4: or whatever. Well, so Boulder is like, I mean, we now have Garden City. We have legalized marijuana here in Greeley. But Boulder is hippie. Central. I
1: don't think it's hippie. I think it gives the illusion of
4: being yeah, hippie. it's nouveau riche hippies. Yeah, I
1: think it's like nouveau riche, maybe hipsters. Yeah, I think hipster, it's more hipsters yeah. than hippies.
4: Yeah, yeah. The kids just like, just like in the 1960s, whose yeah. parents were middle class working stiffs yeah. and supporting their kids through college. Yeah. And the kids got to be hippies until their early yeah. 20s and then realized, you know, I can't live in a commune. I need, I need a to job, shave yeah. and shower and, yeah. you know, and yeah. Curl my pubes or something. To, no, yeah. To quote yeah.
1: live, they said free love was a a game that hi- hippies did ruin. Right. Right. Free love
4: is different. It was always you know? a joke. Yeah, it was always a way of getting laid. It was not I mean, the um, politics was a way of getting girls and then getting your youthful yeah, but anger I think for out. For some
1: people, there's a social justice element, but sure. I think for a lot of people, I mean,
4: it's nice. Okay, yeah. you'll separate your. I mean, and you have to
1: understand most places the model is business. You know, they want to. They're doing it because they love it,
4: but they didn't strike me as really art. Loving people. Who? At the fringe? Even, yeah. Or anywhere? Well, yeah, I mean, art, it's a different world. Art I mean, people kind of have to keep commerce in mind, and that's yeah, totally yeah. cool. Yeah, I get yeah. that. I dig that. Yeah. But I pay a lot of money to be in this festival. Or, yeah. I shouldn't say that. My donors, my mm-hmm. indie go go donors, mm-hmm. pay a lot of money to be yeah. in this festival. So, yeah, part of it is what my Yeah, but what
1: you can do then, I mean, see what I would do because of my background. Is if you don't like the way things are run, you do it yourself. You take it in your own hands, right? Like, so I have then,
4: time to do a Greeley Fringe Festival. Well, you could. I could.
1: You could. I've been I mean, thinking about it. Yeah, I mean, for me, like, or you go and you do one that travels, like a moving fringe. And you just get mm. sites and you, you know, like, so school. If you rent a school, a school in summer has a lot of rooms that are empty, and you yeah. can have people there to oh, but, do stuff. Oh, but I've yeah. got the
4: insurance, man. That's know, what you're paying that's for. That's the
1: bad thing, yeah. But I'm sure you could find, you know, find yeah. people and but, do but it. But you know what that
4: would mean? Then I would be in the same hypocritical position because everything would be about money.
1: Not everything. If you if you become a nonprofit, do become hmm. a five hundred one c three, get grant funding. No.
4: Well, yeah, but I'd still make sure I pay myself my salary first yeah. as a not for profit. Well,
1: you'd have to pay yourself on a grant. You'd have a, a budget line. Yeah. yeah,
4: but you know, I wouldn't okay. starve. No, I would, at this stage of my life, I would not be. Well, no. It's all for the art, and I'll take you know twenty dollars a day to live on. Okay. I can't do that anymore. I know. You know. I wouldn't do that anymore. But that's I'm a stomach.
1: Al- that's always the difference, you know. That everything in in, in the world is
4: everything. Uh, We're yeah. all corrupted. Yeah, you know, it's all. You know, you're less corrupted than I am, but I'm totally. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I felt so different about this. That we're put, that I'm putting on the miracle of Long John's yeah. my solo show and I love it and it's all about my years as a theater critic and my mm-hmm. most embarrassing uh, thing i I've been working on it for two and a half months memorizing yeah. cutting and shaping every single line oh that's what I do you know I'm breaking it you're the very best a be. wordsmith yeah I'm a word and I'm, I'm you know, said I was a pretty good performer too
1: I enjoy you you're very animated and well. you slow down which I like at yeah. first you because the nerves what, no what people have to understand is in New York this is slow speaking <laughs> 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 so it's not to say that i have i am not an elitist but it's a, it's a socialization so if you're in a place where you have to speak quickly that's what you do, yeah. and many other places do not speak as quickly. Yeah. So.
4: So you, you said in yeah, the first the night, on Thursday night, I was going a little too fast. I was talking. I was getting the words out. I was a little worried when people weren't laughing. Or and then
1: or when it. people laughed, you're like, ruh, 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 ruh. You, they they couldn't even catch the next phrase because yes. you were you were talking. You know? So I
4: took my time a little more. I got more that laughs. Was nice, yeah. It was yeah, also a course. bigger house last night, but yeah. No, but it I
1: think you let people. Helps. You let people because what you do is what a lot of people do. You put words together that are very dense. I'm yeah, I'm a dense
4: writer too. Yeah. So. All
1: but, but this you're is
4: a dense like, academic, writer I'm, I'm not going
1: to even just that. Dense, but the, <laughs> this is the problem. So when you say, hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? People can get it. When you say, you know, on this day, and you're, you've, and you're and you've wound up so many metaphors and things and, and complex parts of speech, the brain has to process yeah. that. And people are sitting there going... Wait, I'm in a theater. It's a church, but it's a theater. They have oh. to process that. Then they have to say, well, it's really, it should be about 60 degrees in here. It's probably about oh, 85, yeah, you it. know, and the lights are super hot, you know, so they have to process that. And then they have to say, okay, like, is this going to be good? What's this going to be about? Okay. Is this going to be religious? What's the miracle? What's the Long John's deal? People have to, they're working on all those things in their mind. The one guy just got off painkillers. He's trying to not, not, not. A guy know, in the audience, to Not yeah. being searing pain. People have stuff going on, right? Yeah. So they're sitting there doing all that, and then you're giving them, it's like you're giving them, like, rap. You know, your words are so tight. Thank you, yeah. You know, you're like the Houdini of... Uh,
4: <laughs>
1: you're like... Uh, like uh,
4: Houdini, the rapper guy. What's no. the... Yeah, Houdini is well, the rapper. the or any of No, it, no, though, the I one wish. I
1: like, uh, the, um, um, the one who sings the message. Grandmaster, oh, is it Grandmaster Flash? Flash
4: and the, and yeah. the or something like that. And
1: it's very difficult because... If you do poetry, or you do spoken word, or you do rap and things like that, those the phrases are so tight and loaded with imagery that you gotta
4: I gotta slow it down. You just Which gotta started doing you know, it It's like
1: whoa, and you, you you you. Well, the way most people learn a song is they listen to it over and over, yeah. and they see a video, so they get visual and auditory stimulation, yeah. and then you're they get it.
4: Stuff at people. It's first so time. hard. It's so, so hard. Well, again, I I told you what happened. What was some. Um, because you know me, I like to savor my language. I tease things out. Yeah, yeah. I have that. When yeah. we uh the uh, one. Uh, word ends in a consonant. T- I sometimes uh, oh, you like doing that? A sibilance, t- s- and you yeah. love that, yeah. You no know, sibilance. I wish I, I sh- wish I didn't. do that. You do, do all, all
1: that kind of, like, and you do. Very, sometimes you're a little affected too. But you're oh, an yeah, artist, you know. Artists are different people. Well, what happened
4: was, you know, I, I start going back and forth with fringe people about the length of my show when I still think I'm going to be able to do it oh, all in I one. Know. And I go to my writers' group and I say, hey, um, how do I cut? How do I do it? And they said, well, you know, maybe just. Talk faster! No,
1: no, no, no. That's you can't do that. That's not a good strategy. I mean, I, they're saying that because they want to help you. Yeah, they're
4: trying to get get me through the show as fast as possible to get it all in. But what can't do you do learn, that. see, yeah. like
1: for me, like may, I'm not, I, maybe I'm not the best. But even with the graduate students or with teaching, I feel like it's not quantity; it's quality. So you can yeah. crank in everything in one class, but people won't retain it because it's overstimulation yeah. for the yeah. brain. It's like you have to just. You have to, you know, the expression "go with the flow," yeah, or be mindful and be present. You have to really read the situation and go with it. And yeah, that's, if you can do that in life, that's like the biggest advantage. So, to go through stuff, people will be like, "What?" The, they they won't get it, and people have to take time. The brain takes time to get subtlety.
4: You're right. You You're know? absolutely right. And yeah. and you know, I felt bad. Oh, I also felt more comfortable yesterday. I, I had one yeah. under my belt already. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. huge. You know.
1: Yeah, but the <coughs> difference was you just your delivery was greater, you were sharper, you were mm. calmer, you were cleaner in your speech. You weren't so rushing through everything. Yeah. You moved around the stage a lot better.
4: Yeah. You, you know, uh, you well, weren't just for the yeah, stage but now. You, it
1: was really nice. I mean, you weren't just in one place. You interacted with the audience like you'd point to someone and say y- not you, but you. <laughs> you know, you were more You got to be
4: careful with that cuz some audience members are no, like No, no, but Don't but you that. weren't you yeah. didn't ask
1: them to speak. No, you yeah. know. You yeah. were you were just more um, I thought you, you, you know you, it just was a better pace, it had a better vibe.:
4: people saw my first preview on Thursday night. I have one preview under my belt, the Shogun oh, change. I didn't change anything from the first night to the second, so all I had to do was go on autopilot, kind of, not really. But mm-hmm. it wasn't like I suddenly had to remember new stuff, Mm-mm. as opposed to, say, a big Broadway show. At first night of previews, it's like, holy crap, we got to cut ten minutes. You know? And then you do that during the day, and the actors have to remember it that night, which is insane. That's tough. Or they do it on the road. you know. With me, okay, this is what I'm, I'm, I didn't have to worry about time anymore. They're just seeing yeah. the first part. It's only 40 minutes. I yeah. think
1: what you need to do then at the end when you have time after talking to the audience is say, does anyone have any questions? I
4: should. Because they want to know what the miracle is. Yeah, but I won't tell them. I know. want them to see part two. Yeah, you know? mm. If I could yeah. tell them the, the rest of the show, then why do the show?
1: Well, yeah. you should make them pay half and half then.
4: That's what mm, That actually is And nice mm-hmm. I said, yeah, like charge half price for one and half price for the other. That, who knew? You know? Who knew? Oh no, you learn you live you learn. You
1: live you learn.
4: But overall, despite that one big unfortunate um, glitch or or you know problem. Yeah,
1: it's like you know, the Titanic, despite the sinking, yeah. it
4: was really a good Aside cruise. From that, Mrs. It Lincoln. was a great <laughs> cruise, yeah. It was a great cruise. How did you enjoy the play? I've actually used that in class to um to sh- show where commas go. Aside from that, Mrs. Lincoln, how did you enjoy the play? What? And then I, I gotta show that the comma, whether you put the comma in there or not, could m- have a totally different meaning. Of course, because it could be a guy who saw a blink in the isn't there Illinois something about twice?
1: grandma like something like one with grandma? Oh, don't like eat
4: grandpa. Yeah, yeah. Or, or don't
1: eat comma grandpa. Yeah, right.
4: Yeah. Oh, I didn't do that. I should. Yeah, that's. Mm. I like that one. So, what about or you? Bo- could do
1: it, fluffy the dog. Or
4: something? <laughs> don't eat fluffy. <laughs> oh, oh! What? I don't know why this reminded me. Oh, Lord, but man. please remind me tonight. Tonight is the final sábado gigante.
1: Oh, don't get me started.
4: Oh, no! aplauso. Muy triste. I
1: thought they were gonna have one with Don Francisco when he's like in the grave, you know? Like. <laughs> I thought it wouldn't end with this funeral.
4: Aplauso. Well, that's him knocking on the grave uh, on his coffin.
1: Well, do you remember? He said he started. They gave him. He's like you. I mean, the reason you like him. So they put him on TV. I think it was was it oh, Chile, that's right. <laughs> and then they put him in there, like, okay, one hour. Then he's like two hours. Then you're like four hours. Then he was on the was air on eight hours. Yeah, I, I would mean,
4: do that, like I would that totally. he is
1: your he is your
4: guru. Your yeah. your idol because he he got to do what He wanted to be on TV. And Why then, don't
1: you see if you can get him on the radio show?
4: Once, he, yeah, I mean, right now everybody's interviewing him. But yeah. at some point, once he's he won't be retired. I think he'll probably be working on a new show. Believe it or not, I think I get the feeling maybe he yeah. he's. Not quite ready to retire, but Univision said. No, I think also it's just
1: too long, I and mean, they also that concept of you know bare naked ladies, you know uh, the, l- well, the La not, Lucha, yeah. La Lucha Libre, and all the cast of res- wrestlers. It's a little, you know, it's getting a little dated. So they wanted to up that image. But that's too. the beauty of it. It I was know, dated twenty know, years I know, ago. I know, but you know, I think you should have done Francisco. You could call it Deberhood Gigante.
4: Oh, yeah. If I can, I would love to. And he speaks English, obviously. He's multilingual. But it is... You, in fact, this is, you, is, he was you could even
1: call it sabado um, uh, pequeño. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Sabado... So, wait. Um, how do you say morning? Madrugada? Uh, morning? Yeah, yeah. In, in, Espa- in Espanol. I'm thinking of breakfast. Deseano. Deseano De De is breakfast. You're right. I think it's madrugada. So, sabado um, madrugada gigante. Yeah,
1: there you go. I well, like There
4: that. we go. But... Yeah, no, I you know, he's not even um, Spanish, quality. He's German.
1: Well, no, but he he's born in the, Germany. He escaped the Holocaust, and yeah. I think it's Chile, but I don't know if it's he Chile. moved
4: to Chile, but he uh, was not born
1: there. I know he was. It was Exodus, and he said Chile was the country that took his family in, yeah. so it saved his life. Yeah,
4: and, and his and par- also saved yeah, his parents. He
1: of gave course. a lot of ba- a lot of stuff back. What do you mean? He entertained a lot of people. Oh, yeah, of yeah. course,
4: of course, yeah.
1: Like you said, the grandparents, the parents, and the kids. He you knows the three generations. See, what made me sad is they showed all the workers, and they'd be like, "This is David. He worked here twenty-seven years. This is Joyce. She worked here like two, you know, fifty years." Yeah, like it's sad, find yeah. their Jobs, man. I mean, they'll be at Univision, but it's sad because well, it's like a family. Well,
4: Univision is just having this this horrendous year. You know, Donald Trump is suing them for half mm. a billion. Do- half a billion well. dollars over, with a Miss Universe pageant. Yeah, they won't that. hold him anymore. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I don't know what what's going on at Univision. I mean, not that I love Donald Trump in any way, shape, or form, mm-hmm. but, you
1: know. No, but that's just a bad series of events. Nobody wants to go to court.
4: Yeah. Yeah, and he, he may be legally right, you know.
1: I don't know contracts, I don't know contracts at yeah. all.
4: Well, I'll, I'll be watching Sabado Gigante tonight. That's so sad. I hope, yeah. they, I hope they do like, this is your
1: life, you know, they do retrospective and I hope so. I hope it will so be, be all clips. I would like to meet Mrs. Uh, Mario Kreuzberger or um, yes, you know.
4: Yeah. Unless, unless she's like thirty, unless he divorced a wife at one point and, and married like a twinkie, probably not. I don't think he. I did. doubt it.
1: You never know. I mean,
4: he gets to see twinkies, uh, you know, all sa- all Saturday. Mm-hmm. He's surrounded by them. He can go home to a you know frumpy woman, you know. Oh, well,
1: that's nice.
4: <laughs> I'm just saying. Takes one to know one. I beg your pardon. What? 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 Es mm-hmm. okay. okay. 26 minutos um Lager play early say after después de nueve No you sa- what is it Or what well, it's diez menos treinta y cuatro minutos No no, no you, know,
1: you only say after after media After media so, so you,
4: you 20 uh, what is it, uh, nueve,
1: no. nueve y 20, 20 siete.
4: Nueve, nueve y 27 nueve y siete minutos mm-hmm. sí ah uh, and la you madrugada You would say
1: you would
4: sun loss nueve
1: y veinte y 27.
4: 27. en Greeley Colorado
1: gigante yo
4: soy David Lefkowitz y mi novia perfecta hermosa y riquísima Joyce y sí, Joyce why eh uh, Joyce boing why, uh, co, por qué boing qué es La, cómo se dice el noise Ru, Ruida, sí or is that wind? For, you wind? For you, it's
1: pretty much ventana. Venta, viente, 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 viente. No
4: estoy uh, no, no seguro. I'm tired, David. I don't know
1: nothing. I know. I know.
4: Uh, um, <laughs> what the heck was that? <laughs> 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 no, son las 19 uh, de septiembre. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I don't know if I'm doing the verbs right there. Uh, dos mil. Y. 50. Cinquen- Pararse con su cabeza. Okay. Uh, Dos 2015, 2015. Here and Dave's gone. I don't even know how to say gone by. Se fue. Se fue. Dave se fue. <laughs> We're calling this one post show recap because I've been talking about my, my show at the Boulder Fringe Festival and dealing with the festival stuff and yeah, also why don't you, the show. Why
1: don't they require everyone in the Fringe Festival to wear fringe?
4: Because everybody else in Boulder is wearing fringe.
1: Yeah, but that fringe, like, is and Gucci. Smoking bowls and, you know, that's and, yeah. Gucci and stuff. You could yeah. wear real fringe.
4: Well, twice. Two times. Um, I went on stage with missing a belt loop.
1: Isn't that weird? And two times the audience pointed it yeah, out.
4: Yeah. Well, because if I turn my back, that's what they're going to be looking at. They're so. looking at
1: your little tushy. And the man said, but I'm not looking at his tushy. <laughs>
4: and I said, oh, yes, you were. <laughs> Wiggle. Yeah. Isn't
1: that funny? we got to fix that.
4: Yeah. Uh, well, just... Look at me in the back. If you I see it, I can't
1: because you're too wily. You're like a little, you're like a little squirrel raccoon that's rabid.
4: Kind of. If a well, squirrel well. and a
1: raccoon had a baby that was rabid, that would be yeah. you a lot of
4: times. Any other thoughts about, bo- not just my <laughs> 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 about Boulder? Not just my show, but re- like all the I had food really we had. a really nice time.
1: In? I mean, for me as a vegetarian, obviously, like. I mean, it's so like you can go in there and get gelato that's vegan. Uh. I mean, let's a vegan gelato. I mean, let's be real. Kind right? of gelato like, No, not but, right, but it was vegan. It was vegan. It was vegan. Vegan. It was a new gelato shop. They said they've been in business for a year. It was so They make it creamy. every day, and they usually have a couple vegan. Um, and they use coconut water or water as Ooh. the base instead of using a uh, cream because vegan has no milk. Wait
4: a minute. Wait a minute. No, no, no. That stuff had cream in it. No, on. no.
1: Some didn't. The one oh. you tried. The banana one. Some of them I didn't. Know.
4: Oh, they had avocado. Yeah, that was the good. Then lemon basil, which I. But usually tried.
1: three or four, I think two or three, and maybe three or four flavors are sweet vegan. potato, pecan. That the vegan ones were uh, I forget.
4: Rugabega. No, there There's were a
1: couple a, vegan. I mean,
4: I'm sure there were. I'm, I didn't have the vegan. I had what did I have? We oh the the coffee. Flavor Yeah that was good Oh that was like good Like a caramel
1: coffee thing Yeah
4: You had one You had like chocolate With sort of cardamom Cinnamon spice It was chocolate thrilled. And
1: probably they infused it With lav- uh, lavender Lavender That was really it. nice
4: Yeah That I could not live without But oh boy That um mm-hmm. That place was good mm-hmm. Oh gelato
1: And they had biscotti too if you wanted oh, that yeah. And they had, they make co- it's mean, right Again
4: it's one of these places in the Pearl And they make their own
1: almond milk that's what they said So Ooh. they can make you a latte or something like that yeah. With almond milk so if you're uh, Don't do milk I just
4: don't know how anybody has fingers small enough to stand there and milk an almond oh, I know it's tough it's On tough. the screen they go
5: Help
4: oh, me, hide me. <laughs> Thank you Thank you so much these are the jokes, folks. It's nine thirty-one in the af- uh, morning. <laughs> Anything else we did in Boulder? Of any? Um, oh, well, no, that's that's not connected to Boulder, but yeah. but we have our, our very very kind friend um, Susan looking wow. after the dogs, and you know, really wonderful of her because we have two dogs, we don't want to board them. We oh oh crap, um, I just dropped something. So she was. Really sweet to do that. And she's done it before for us to, to make sure that our dogs are fed and, you know, they're inside dogs so they have to have their newspapers cleaned and uh, their, their anal glands ex- expressed, oh which God. I really appreciate her doing <laughs> That's that. That's horrible. <laughs> so
1: Nobody does that. The vet does that.
4: So, and what does she do? Aside from doing all this for us as a favor, she, o- she orders, presumably online, a toy for me. For, I don't know, not even a birthday, I don't even know what it's for. I think it, it had to do with the fact for Potato Day, <laughs> which was last week. We talked about that. So she orders a hot potato in the mail for yes, us to let, play with. To play.
1: Let's play the game. Pass the okay, back
4: Okay, hold on. i got to Velcro him. Uh-oh, let me fix it. Give it to me. I'll fix it. Okay.
1: Oh, Lord. Well what do you do to him?
4: So it's this cute little hot potato game. So Joyce and I, hot this potato. is a great radio right here, right here. Here we go. Here we go. You hear that? We're passing a potato back and forth. Radio doesn't get better than this, ladies and gentlemen. It's going faster. Hold spud. Faster. 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 Oh, boy. You lost. Oh. I beat her twice yesterday, but today she won. One more. Ready? Wait. No, no,
1: wait. wait. I
4: have to save her my victory. Shall we bet money on this? Okay. Like a loser buys lunch. Okay,
1: yeah, breath well, well by the, the time you get off it'll be midnight dinner. Okay.
4: Actually we're gonna have a guest today, so we'll squeeze it, squeeze it. I beg it part. Oh, the potato. Hot potato! Here we, go. Here we go. It's probably more fun with more than two people.
1: <laughs> you gave it to me when it was doing it. It was going you handed it to me.
4: Well, all right. So Best well, two out of three. Well, Take that, it. That's a tie. That was a tie, then. Squeeze it. Hot potato. Here we go. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that's not fair. You're to throw it. Give <laughs> it.
1: You did it again. You waited until it was <laughs> the... <buzzed laughs> and you hand it to me. Well, i to That's you... It was in your
4: hand. <laughs> all right, one more, one more. I, I won't count those last two. Because you're cheating. I'm not cheating at all. Cheater. Well, I can hold this and Cheater. Kill. No,
1: no, no. Oh. Pass it. You're a cheater.
4: Oh, are we tossing it? we <laughs> <tossing> it.
1: <laughs> you, hit me the, you hit me in the eye. <laughs> I hit
4: you in the eye. Get it, get it. It's still playing. <laughs> ah, get it. <laughs> She's throwing with anger now. That's not, it's near you. Now no, 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 the floor lost.
5: We go.
4: <laughs> I hope this is fun on the radio <laughs> It's fun here I'll tell you that Ooh. Oh, so uh, <laughs> I lose, I lost that one Okay Joyce wins 2-0, I buy her lunch again. No, not again, again. <laughs> Shut up <laughs> Thank you, Susan For this Hours and hours of fun with our new hot potato game you
1: could play it in class and then whoever student gets it has to answer but they don't let them hurt each other with it though because that thing's heavy with that yeah thing. It's got when, a you battery hit, when you hit me in the eye with it it well,
4: hurt I didn't even hit you her hit her in me the in the eye. glass it it by hit, your ear. no it hit my glasses oh, I hit glasses yeah, and yeah. You, so that hits my eyes yeah. so be careful because that right. could hurt someone okay well, well if they got the answer wrong I'll, I'll just hit it with them really hard you know
1: yeah that's right <laughs>
4: <sighs>
1: <sighs> <sighs> anything else? I'm going
4: to go, called? honey. You do your stuff. Where are we going to
1: go? We haven't even done the first segment of our show. What's the segment? I feel like I've been here for 27 What's years. What's the segment? It's been the David Show all weekend. <clears throat>
4: <clears throat> yes, that's the theme music for our first segment of the program. really Crimes and Old Times. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. Yeah, coming up on the show, we've got... A very cool, old-fashioned dave Gone By show. We don't have a uh, special guest, besides, of course, my wonderful wife, Joyce. But we'll have our Bob Dylan segment. We'll be playing some Bob Dylan music. Uh, which, what is this one about? This one has to do with, oh, the release of Oh Mercy all those years <laughs> And, we'll, oh, oh, a couple of Saturday segues. We'll have... <laughs> We're tossing the potato back and forth again. Our first Saturday segway will be... Oh it's oh I think you lost that one. I did. Um Nick Cave and Leonard Cohen are both having birthdays this week, so we're gonna play a, a Nick Ca- <laughs> What happened there? I, don't know.
1: I think it happened. It both?
4: No, I think it did Oh off potato. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Maybe I hit this thing. It's spugging out. Oh no. Oh, I think you hit the other Wait, s- machine there. <laughs> you hit our noise machine. Ah, Here we go. Here we go. Wee. So Nick Cave and Leonard Cohen <laughs> and, Oh, I heard the boing and then I, I threw the it <laughs> sorry uh, And also we'll have a Saturday segue In honor of what would have been the birthday Of the one and only Shuby Taylor So some amazing weird music on this episode <coughs> Of the Dave's Gone By radio program of the air But let's get to... um so you can go and and get your work done, and we can go off to to breakfast. Let's do Greeley Crimes and Old Times. Let's do it. Bring it on. Do you want to tell people what uh, Greeley Crimes and Old Times is? No. Okay. Um, (laughs) It has to do with these two columns that they do in our local newspaper. Before, I was talking about the UNC Mirror. That's the paper for this university that we're doing the show out of, University of Northern Colorado. But we have a town, city. Newspaper here in Greeley called the Greeley Tribune.
1: And yeah, Greeley had a party. They reached 100,000 again in population. So we are, we are a, 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 a metropolitan area, yeah.
4: Because we have 100,000 yeah, people. Yeah, the
1: population. Wow.
4: Wow. Well, because I guess of all the old people moving in the I last few years. I don't yeah. know how
1: they did it, but we're getting bigger.
4: Well, we can certainly see it in the traffic. Holy That's crap. True. And the buildings yes. and everything going on. That is true. So. I um, <laughs>
1: Don't touch it!
4: Don't uh, touch it! I didn't touch it. it, it why started is it to screaming? I don't know why it's screaming again, and again. It's t- it's possessed. Remember
1: when you had that one re- uh, fart machine that had the remote control and it used to go oh off? I love know? that Yeah, thing. it just went off itself. Like it, it, we didn't even turn it on. It used to just start going on. Actually, on. I,
4: t- I told you it was the fart machine. It was actually, you know, I have milk oh and, and really? steak. And I know.
1: I remember. It used to just go on. It was like, and it would make that sound and stuff. Oh like yeah. And no, none of us would be near it. It was kind of scary.
4: I kind of like that.
1: It picked up some frequency of something. yeah. Yeah. It was
4: like a a truck would go by and rumble, the fart machine. I don't know
1: if it was a truck. Sometimes there was no movement, and it just (laughs) did it.
4: Well, thank God it didn't, and there wasn't a movement. Oh! Thank you. That's a little comedy right there. (laughs) So, uh, in the Greeley Tribune, they have two columns. One is Greeley Crime, or Crime Beat, or Cop Log. Mm -hmm. These are um, calls... Phone calls that come into the dispatch of the Greeley and Evans Police Department. So people calling 911 when most of the time they ought not not to be calling 911 with their problems. So it's kind of funny. And then there's also old times, which is when a writer named Mike Peters dips into the Greeley Tribune from 100 years ago, quite literally, 1915, and sees what life was like here in Greeley and, and the way it was written about and what this town was like. A century ago. So, you ready for Grizzly Crimes and Old Times, babe? Let's do it. (laughs) All right. On. Police responded to 23rd Street Mm -hmm. for a report of a one year old boy and a three year old girl running around on the street wearing very little clothing. Mm. You You can't. Oh, man. Those run year olds are so sexy if they're not wearing top. Come on! What the, why are gonna make a call about that? Yeah,
1: because you should be dressed. You need to wear shoes, you need to A have,
4: three-year-old? Yeah, and
1: you could get sunburned.
4: Oh, I, all right. I thought maybe they were thinking that it's like indecent... Uh, no, I
1: think they just felt the kids weren't uh, being uh, neglected, probably.
4: Uh, That's what
1: I would think, neglect.
4: I don't know. Uh, find a one-year-old in the sun, you're being in a bathing suit. You know, go looking for a fire hydrant and a dog. Okay. Greeley police also responded to 68th... Oh, this is cool. They responded... <laughs> she's reaching for my potato. Potato! Here we go! All okay, right, here we go. <laughs> Greeley police responded to a report of legs hanging from a shelf in a resident's garage. What? The caller was not sure if the legs were real. client potato. Uh, if the legs were real or a Halloween decoration, but he wanted the police to check it out. Why?
1: If you had real legs hanging from your garage, you wouldn't leave the garage door open.
4: Well, maybe I They've done that. Haven't cars done that? Where you see the back end of an yeah, animal as kind yeah, of a cute yeah, yeah. fake thing. I don't get that. That's kind. Of, but I, I mean, maybe the person was truly scared. Well, yeah. If they look like human legs hanging from a shelf, you know, what? And, and what did that person have for dinner the night before? I wonder. Oh God! <laughs> and they're they're two thirds of the way through a really good it's like, meal. Like you
1: know, we haven't seen Alice. Where's Alice? Yeah. <laughs>
4: Exactly. All right. Someone in LaSalle, this is in LaSalle, has mm-hmm. come up with a strange solution to the problem of wandering chickens oh, in material. town. <laughs> yes, it's a chicken story. You love these. Yeah. These chickens have been eating the corn crop. Several chickens were seen in town with a white. <laughs> check this out. Check this out. Chickens were seen with a white piece of paper sticking out of their bills. <laughs> Go <ahead laughs> This news is driving me nuts. When you pull the paper out, <laughs> there's a string attached to a piece of corn. When the chicken – what happened was the okay. chicken would eat the corn okay. – cur- Stop it, Mateo!
1: <laughs> now you know what it's like living <laughs> with you.
4: So dig it. The chicken would swallow this corn kernel, yeah. right, and then string with a piece of paper attached. And then um, it would leave a piece of paper attached and then written on the paper is – Quote, I'm an awful nuisance to my neighbors. Please keep me at home. What?
1: Why would you do that?
4: I guess to tell people your chickens are running loose. You can get fined or arrested for this. Please Uh, keep your chickens near you in your yard at home.
1: Is this new times?
4: No, no, that's old. That's so weird. That is weird. People are creepy. Well, it's not a ding. I guess they don't die. They don't... um, It's just a piece of string. That is weird. I guess. I
1: don't even... That is too weird for comprehension.
4: Imagine if they could do that for with school. You never have another kid on the side of a milk carton. You just see all these children wandering around. You you give them like a Twinkie or a devil dog or something with a string attached to it, a piece of paper. And you see all these children running around with paper coming out of their mouths. It's like, please return me to this address. You know? I think that could work. I guess you don't. You're, you're too involved in the potato game. Yeah. There he goes. Okay. Greeley Police <laughs> responded to... <laughs> I wonder where this is, though. I wonder if this is... May or may not be. A Mexican restaurant on the 2100 block of 9th Street. So I'm thinking that might be Tres Marg's, but is it? Mm-mm. That's 8th. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the... Ab- actually, that's the avenue. That would be... um. Mm-hmm. So... In this Mexican restaurant, Mm -hmm. there was a report of a man who tried to pay a bill with a stolen credit card Mm -hmm. that had been expired for more than six years. He probably found it, like, uncut up somewhere. The caller told dispatchers the man was hiding in the restroom. (laughs) (laughs) Which was appropriate (laughs) since uh, apparently the bean dip there was six years old as well. (laughs) Yes, indeed.
1: That's New Times.
4: That is New Times, of course. And Gridley Police also responded to 29th Street. I hope
1: it wasn't potato with his fake credit card. You know, your potatoes yeah. have a fake credit card. I hope it wasn't it. them. Yeah. And they love Mexican restaurants. They love it because Why? the salsa is like crunchy ketchup. It is. And they love tortilla chips. So it might have be, been your potato. Again! Again! It might
4: have been your, again, pa- again. <laughs> have been your potato. After you eat at a Mexican restaurant, you're making mashed potatoes for a week, you know. No, I not really. don't even know what that means.
1: So w- you're weird.
4: Okay, so Gridley Police responded to 29th Street for a report of a cat tied up in a stock trailer. When police arrived, yeah. they found a calf in the trailer. So I think I think just like me, the dispatchers, oh, the hearing, hear. yeah,
1: yeah, a calf, yeah, Don't worry. It's a meow, meow, oh yeah, oh it's a cow,
4: what, whatever. Well, because I guess a calf should be tied up in a stock trailer. That's what they're for, ain't it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know from animals. I don't know
1: what's going on. Stuff.
4: Local Huckster, J.H. <laughs> oh, no. Belding, oh, he's in jail again. Again, Huckster? Um, this time for stealing two horses.
1: Mm. Honey, who's who's going to ride your wild horses?
4: I guess J.H. Uh, Belding was. This is, no, this is a horrible story here. Belding said he borrowed the horses from a Fort Collins man and then just forgot to return them. Yeah, right. That was last January. Whoopsie. Five weeks after he borrowed them, the horses died. Oh God! Belding said he buried them. then went to look for work so he could pay for them. He didn't think it was necessary to tell the owners of the horse. horse- what? Yeah. Passive aggressive man. It just occurred to me now. Yeah. You know, you have horse owners and stuff. What? What do you do with a dead horse? Besides, you, you bury it. it.
1: You bury it. You did know,
4: that how you like the bet? Just doesn't grind it up or something. You have to bury it. I guess you bury it. I guess. I don't know. Because a dog, you know, it's a little thingy. Yeah. Of, you know, just make
1: but a bigger grave.
4: what do pet? If you, if you don't go to a pet cemetery, a la Stephen King, mm-hmm. what do?
1: I think physicians do. I don't do? know if you can bury them in your yard. We all we cremate all our people. animals. We used to cremate them. I don't know. Yeah,
4: but I wonder if, like, if you give dogs to the vet and say, "Look, I'm not going to bury this." Just I,
1: they probably just cremate it. Or maybe, oh, or maybe they just dispose of it as yeah. as like animal waste. I don't know. I mean,
4: in a, in a town bigger than Greeley, there are at least Vietnamese restaurants. Too. Oh,
1: David, don't <laughs> say that.
4: I don't even know what that means. Ah, <laughs> so uh, this is this is a, a big of a story. While she was a member of a strongly religious group in Greeley, mm-hmm. a woman fell in love with a convict. Oh, probably a hobo. A hobo. Was he a
1: hobo that was arrested? A hobo <laughs>
4: convict who was working. <laughs> he was working on the state highway system in the area, so he, I guess he was making some money.
1: No, no, that means that it was like in oh, jail. Was it a was like a chain gang, probably. Chain gang guy.
4: Yeah. After promising to marry her, the convict was then transferred to a pueblo facility. Oh, nice! And he stopped contact with her. Mm-mm. However, the Greeley woman was in a quote delicate condition. Oh boy! Oh, yeah, boy! Oh, boy. He was, he was uh, what's the word? He was pounding her chain gang. That's, you know that's horrible.
1: That's horrible. And she went
4: p- to live with her mother in Kansas. Oh, nice. Until their baby was born. Because, you oh. know, he's still he's in jail. Yeah. By that time, the convict had married a Pueblo woman. Whoa. So the Greeley woman is finally charges of alienation of affections. I guess yeah, that's still yeah, 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 of a thing. And the convict is back in jail. They don't say why or if that's the reason. She is no longer a member of the religious group.
1: <laughs> One would think so. I think probably that, uh, I don't know.
4: Yeah. He alienated
1: yeah. more than affection.
4: Yeah, she, she had her hands up in prayer, but her legs up for other reasons, hey, I'll tell you hey, that much. Hey, I'm hey, just saying. I am just saying. Uh, Greeley police responded to a bank on Ninth Avenue.
1: report. Hmm, Ninth Avenue?
4: Th- yeah, Ninth Ave. Oh, I know where, yeah. Over in, in the 1,000 blocks, so it's down yeah, like by 10th office, Street. Yeah, the probably, yeah. yeah. Um, for a report of an... I-, I can never say these two words together. Of an intoxicated man... Mm-hmm. Oh, and no. this was not me. This was not I, hon. What was it? In the bank on 9th Avenue. We don't have money in this bank. No, I have no connection doing? there. An intoxicated man who had made an accident in his pants... And was creeping out at customers. I like
1: that, though. I like <laughs> the way they said it made an accident in his pants. It made That's an so. accident. S- it sounds so nice. Like, you mm-hmm. make, like, an origami swan. He left you a could, deposit. You could make a cake, you know. Yeah. You could make cupcakes. Well, he did. Or you can make an accident in your yeah, pants. pants. Yeah. He probably made pee-pee in his pants.
4: Yeah, was it a roll of quarters? That's horrible. though. <laughs> I mean, you shouldn't do that.
1: That wouldn't that creep out people?
4: It did. That's why they called if the cops. Someone
1: next to you had like pee-peed in their pants. That's yeah.
4: Oh man. Oh. Wow. Smello. Yeah.
1: <laughs> wow.
4: <sighs> I'm trying to think of other money-related, bank-related puns.
1: It was a deposit, not a withdrawal. You
4: said yeah. <laughs> I already said that one.
1: You should have used the drive through
4: Tell her. I didn't have to tell her. She could smell it from there. Ho! <laughs> when you uh, say
1: ho, it doesn't make it more funny.
4: Like <laughs> yes, it does to me. Well, who did that? Well, it's his vault. Get vault, no, vault, should say
1: that. What did he do? He made, a, uh, he made a deposit slip.
4: Oh, deposit slip. That's good. I like that. You know, semantics to my students who are listening. Notice the use of slip in a semantic sense. Wow. Ooh. Yes. Yes. Any others? Uh, quarters, dollars, dimes, no. nickels. He dropped a deuce. He did. Can we? Let's move on. <laughs> By the way, folks, we're doing a little segment here on Dave's Gone By called Greely Crimes in Old Times. <laughs> Doodle-a-doo. Do doo do? So these are calls that came into Greeley Evans Police Dispatch, or mm-hmm. uh, stories from the newspaper in Greeley a hundred years ago. Post, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Postmaster Reynolds in Greeley said the new post office boxes in the building will be changed mm. from combination locks to key locks.
1: Okay.
4: Oh, never thought of that way it's back when. It's
1: easier because no one loses a key. Yeah.
4: So, but so many people are coming in. Having forgotten their combination numbers, mm-hmm. and they insist Reynolds open their boxes for them, so it's taken so much time away from his regular duties that they're going back to keys. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, with all, and back then you didn't have to remember that many numbers. Now everything, every website right. has a you know, remember this password. Every I place know. you go.
1: If you don't start moving along, I'm going to turn on the potato again. All right. All it's right. Start all right. Singing. Again, again, hot potato, hot
4: potato. A man, a man living on 12th Avenue called Well County Dispatch to find out why Greeley Police and Fire were outside his home. I want to know that, wouldn't you? The caller told dispatchers his son was home alone, freaking out. Of course. And the caller's son had just recently been paroled. Doesn't explain why the they came if the caller is asking why the cops are there. And his well, son is freaking out, but he didn't call
1: because probably he's afraid to call because he's on parole.
4: <laughs> maybe, maybe the son called.
1: No, I think the dad probably, probably the son probably called the dad and said, "Hey, pop, get, you know, give the police a call. They're outside our house."
4: Maybe. Hmm. I don't know. Um. Yeah, I, I don't understand. You yeah. Clari- for, for my students listening. Clarity, please. You know, be clear in your writing. All right, here's another one. Um, this is. A, Wild. I don't even know. What? Greeley police responded to the 1700 block of 7th Avenue mm. for a report of a woman squirting liger fluid on people's lawns. What? That's messed up. That is like... Remember the Especially guy? Without, with this heat and no rain. Well, the yeah. guy who
1: got mad that the woman was sweeping on his po- property. People do... Well, some... he was videotaping her. That's different. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is
4: like, you know, anybody drops a match, man. Oh,
1: wow. Why was she doing that? If you
4: have gasoline on a lawn... And nobody drops a match but it's really hot you know I like the know. sun is out there's 90s it's not
1: a good idea let's well go, no no we should a... let's get some firemen in here and ask them oh yeah, yeah. oh George was so
4: excited yesterday I mean, we just saw uh, as we're driving to boulder there were police and firemen and diverting traffic and stuff and there a couple of good-looking firemen and uh, you know running there's around.
1: always a couple of good-looking firemen i think that's a requirement for the job yeah
4: yeah that's what i think sure Sure, okay. Then ring your bell, baby. Even
1: the fire ladies are cute.
4: Are they? Yeah. I I, I've never seen a fire lady, There's actually. a
1: lot of fire ladies. I've
4: seen police women, of course, but I've never seen a firewoman. There's woman. a lot
1: of fire ladies.
4: Hmm. Okay. I'll, I'll take your word for it. The Lincoln Highway between Greeley and Denver mm. is getting a lot of traffic these Lincoln. days. Yeah, I guess. I guess there used to be another highway between Greeley and Denver. It's amazing how, how much worse mean? our transportation has gotten in, in hundred years. 85. Yeah, a train, a train passenger near the highway, because we used to have trains that frickin' went from Greeley to Denver, and we don't have that anymore. Mm. A train passenger counted, oh my God, thirty-six auto machines on the road yesterday.
1: What? I know. What is this world coming to? Tell me about it. I it hope, they all, I hope <laughs> they all paid to park. I hope they
4: all paid to park. It was it was bumper twenty miles to bumper. That's I gotta crazy. tell you, and, and I'm sure they all
1: rode rode like two feet behind <laughs> each other and got in accidents yeah. the same way. You
4: know. Oh well, you know what was distracting. What? There were five horse drawn carriages too.
1: Oh come on! What is go? You know, talk about traffic jam.
4: I'm telling you, wow, busy day.
1: Man, we're lucky we didn't go on that
4: day. I'm, I'm telling you I wish Lincoln Highway was back unless a friggin train was back I know. Yeah. make it so my life so much easier and so much more rich to be able to get to Denver to be able to get to Boulder and do I stuff know. anywho um because because I feel bad you know like I'm missing well, yeah, someone I, I come to me the Boulder fringe. you go
1: to Denver for theater yeah. never I know never but you can you will
4: I will now but you know once in a blue moon but it's just like you know there's there's parties in Denver for the fringe people they're hanging out together they're going to each other's shows they're doing stuff that's part of being in, in a fringe festival is being part of the group and the team and you get advice from them on the fringes they've been to mm-hmm. i mean that was all supposed to be part of it too but mm-hmm. if you can't do that because of transportation it's
1: like being a commuter you, you yeah. feel sometimes you don't get the same yeah. i know
4: i come in i do my show i go I know. you know that's that's it, and it's not really what I wanted from this. You're but like,
1: you're like uh, Celine Dion in Vegas. Yeah,
4: I helicopter in. That's right. I'm a helicopter parent of my show. Anyway, Greeley police responded to the 1900th block Mm-mm. of 24th Avenue. Ovo? Oh n- n- Well, but yeah. not of the human kind. What? Uh-oh. This, no, this is so sweet. Aww. A report of a squirrel that was trying to make contact with people. What is this, like, some, like, awakening thing? I think this
1: like, you know...
4: No, he no. wasn't doing that. He was
1: probably trying to claw up their leg and claw them. course, well, that's how squirrels make contact. Where was yeah. it? What street was this so we can avoid it? 1900 block of 24th um, we're, Avenue. We're not going near that.
4: Well, but but the friendly squirrels—maybe the marmots Remember are rabies,
1: and remember when you get rabies, if you if they suspect rabies and they can't find the animal that bit you, yeah. they stick large needles into your tum tum. I don't want to And have you that. scream and cry when you see a sewing needle. So <laughs> I true. think probably staying away from anything that could give you rabies yeah. might be a good idea. Sure? Think, yeah, are you think sure? Yeah, I'm sure. So what about these people who feed squirrels people, by hand? I don't care what people do. If well, people, as your mother would say, if people jump off the bridge, yeah. you're going to jump. No,
4: right? Well, that's true. The bridge or Grace Point, either one. If they, they jump off that, no one gets that comedy reference. Comedy right there. Well, it's a Greeley thing. Okay, um, we're we're finishing off our Greeley crimes in dun old dun time. Dun dun. Almost, almost. Dun, dun, dun. Let's see. In oh. Greeley, Mister and Missus Border have <laughs> been arrested uh-uh. for allowing. They're chickens to run at large.
1: They're probably the ones who gave the... the with The people put the string down yeah, the chicken they're chickens. They're
4: chickens. Their trial is next week.
1: We need to get some chicken sounds, because we need hobo sounds. Bacaw! We need chicken sounds, too.
4: Mrs. I'll get Mrs. Bacbacock. Bacock! See, that's a reference. Nobody will understand it anyway. I, All I, right.
1: I, I think you, you're in dire need of help, honey.
4: Now, understand, the more things change, the more things remain the same. That was an old-time story. That was a story from 100 years ago. Greeley police responded to a retail store in the 3,600 block of 10th Street to pick up a dead rooster.
1: 3,600
4: of 10th? Well, 10th Street, you know, go up to the 36, just past 35th Avenue, yeah. Wow. But think about it. You know, 100 years ago, chickens running loose. Just last week. some
1: things never change. A dead rooster. And that's just the way it is.
4: You ready for the last Greeley crime of the week? They weren't that amazing this week. No, uh, um,
1: there was no one who heard like extraterrestrial spaceships or things. Or, yeah. You know.
4: I don't know if this is legal here. Greeley police responded to a bar on the 800 block of 9th Street. So that's over on 8th Avenue uh, down. Mm-hmm. Not sure what bar that would be. For a report of a man who was denied access to the bar mm-hmm. because he had visible tattoos. The owners of the bar said police told them to block people with tattoos access because of all the recent fights downtown. Could there have been gang tattoos? I don't know. That's weird. I never. As I went about everybody's got freaking yeah, tattoos if you think now. Think
1: about it. Most places say that we we um. What do you say that we we pres- we maintain the right to deny service to, to anybody? No yeah. shirts, no shoes. Yeah, no service.
4: No Irish, no dogs, no Jews. No, no, yeah. I wonder if that.
1: I don't get that.
4: I, don't, I guess maybe police were saying, "Look, you know, we've got rival gangs, and their tattoos are pretty." Yeah, but then
1: that's not up to a bar owner. If, you're, if the police yeah. can identify that, they should have undercover people. If you're a bar owner, it's like two in the morning. How do you? I don't think that's fair.
4: No, neither. Um, neither do I. I don't think you should be know. able. You, I mean, no. Nah. Although, I, let's say a bar owner knows somebody's a troublemaker or never pays their tab, and the guy walks in, they, I guess you can just say, "Hey, out." Or get the ballastry to deal with him.
1: Remember what happened to so the lady who was denied a- alcohol on the flight to Argentina? Well, she let
4: her kids go muck. Her
1: mom fell asleep. Grandma was asleep. Mom was completely, completely, completely drunk. Stoned, yeah, right. Yeah, drunk. Yeah. And then the kids were running the plane. And then she got mad because they wouldn't serve alcohol. And she said, I want to speak to the captain. And then the flight attendant said, You can't. He's flying the plane. It's a 14 hour flight. She's
4: lucky she didn't get arrested, I quite know. honestly. We yeah. don't know what
1: happened when, they t- when she left the plane, though, too. Oh, that's true. Sometimes they can call ahead I mean they have You know and yeah, They, they make said, her
4: yeah. m- life miserable Once they're in the terminal
1: you know? I just They were crazy You mm. slept through it But it was it was upsetting And the kids kept running around And at one point I read to one of the kids
4: Really? They a,
1: yeah, yeah At least I book In English that and was Spanish You Man, were
4: sleeping I, was, I, I usually never have A good deep sleep On a plane But I must have been You were Out because I really screaming. Didn't notice Oh all my that.
1: god The little boy Must have been like maybe five. He kept running around the aisle, like around, you know, one up up one aisle, back the other aisle, and then the baby kept toddling, too. You just
4: take those free little pillows that you get from Delta and just put well, it over the Delta. kid's face. Or whatever it was. What were we on for for Buenos Aires? What Do mm-hmm. we even remember what we flew? Probably Lufthansa or something like mm-hmm. that. Anywho, that was Greedy Crimes and Old Times wow. for this Saturday, September 19th! <laughs> Son las diez en la mañana. It's not la madrugada. It's en la mañana. That's why I think, because mañana means means tomorrow. But that's the Spanish word for morning. Son las diez y uno en la mañana. Aquí, en la Universidad de Colorado Norteño, en Greeley, Colorado, yo soy Dave Lefkowitz, mi novia, hermosa Joyce, Está conmigo Su
1: esposa
4: Oh, what is novia? ¿No What is novia?
1: Girlfriend
4: Girl, oh, oh, well Si, es mi esposa y mi novia
1: ah, Y mi mentiroso. Mi amiga
4: No Si no.
1: Oh, someone else who's
4: going on <laughs> oh, no, they the potato again El, el
1: señor Papa
4: Si Well, that'd be the Pope, wouldn't it? Uh, something like that No, that's el
1: you Papa
4: We're already too tired to play more of the potato game. We're just letting to sit there on the on the. Uh, here, toss it to me. Uh, we'll do one more. <laughs> oh, we're throwing the ball. A oh, potato. Oh no! <laughs> I lost. I lost it. You came threw it me.
1: back on the microphone. Oh
4: no! Oh no! Wow! No! No! Not again! Not again. <laughs> I might play it with myself as the show goes on. Karma, anyway, karma. 10.02 in the morning, here, Mountain Time. Dave Lefkowitz, my name. Dave's gone by the program. <laughs> We've been doing the show since October of 2002. We are coming up on the 13th year now. or finishing the 13th year of, of Dave's Gone By and going into our 14th. Here in the neighborhood. If you want to find out more about this program, and why wouldn't you? Please go to my website, davesgoneby.com, dot com. D A V E S, davesgoneby.com. dot uh, com. Remember that all our archives are at that website. You can go back and hear the very first show that we ever did here in the neighborhood. That goes back to October. I think it was sixth or twenty second. It was in, like middle of October. On the <laughs> The very first show we've done. And it's up there, as is nearly every program. More than 500 <laughs> of them now. In fact, this is our 500 and... <laughs> Stop that. Uh, did you get the potato thing? Joyce has the um, the um Google mic on this computer here. So I'm wondering, let's see. Hold on. Hot potato! Here we go! Oh, Wait, didn't okay. do it. Didn't do it. Yeah, let music. It's listening for music. You want to say boing? Nah. Didn't really do it. Anywho. And stop it! So, um, and the, the archives are absolutely free. Go to our homepage, davesgoneby.com. Go to the archive section, and you'll see every show... Chronologically, back from the most recent all the way to the first, with only one or two missing from the archives that we no, just haven't know. been able to save. I yeah. think it was
1: either hobos or chickens. That, that took them. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to say anything.
4: But. and remember also that in the archives, there's a separate section. If you don't want to hear all the silly stuff and all the music that we play in the Saturday segues, you just want to deal with some of the great interviews that we've had on the show, hundreds of them. Then you can go to the separate part in the archive section. By last name of all these wonderful people, some of them very, very famous, who have appeared in the neighborhood. People like um, Carol Channing and Dick Cavett and Carl Reiner and Donna McKechnie and Loudon Wainwright III and Jill Sabule and Christine Lavin and Amy Mann and who else? My gosh. And, and Janice Ian and uh, Janice Christina Chopin. Pickles. No, you can not have Janice Chaplin on there. <laughs> um, I wish no way that I have Bob Dylan. We have had Tom Paxton and Neil Sedaka and Peter Tork of the Monkees and the bass player from the band Dawes. Uh, Marianne. And,
6: and who? Marianne.
4: Mary. Oh, um. Oh my gosh, oh, Dawn Wells. Wells. Of course, we've had her and and the woman from Little House.
1: Oh, I don't know.
4: Yeah. Um, Michelle Leonard. Um, Michael mm-hmm. Leonard. We did have Barbara
1: Streisand's sister, right? And we also had Absolutely. the girl who they thought was Barbara Streisand's right.
4: sister. We've had Julie Bud and Rosalind Kind. Yeah. On this, show. I mean, we've had tons. We had some kind people. bud. Fine <laughs> okay, well, this being Colorado, we sure did. I mean, very very proud of the people, Broadway people like um, Carol Lawrence and Robert Cucciotli and um, who else? A few more. Like that And Clara and uh, Sheldon Harnick Legendary mm. Guy who co-wrote Fiddler on the Roof for Did Crying you have Jerry Weintraub? I never had Jerry I should have mm. I should have had Jerry Weintraub on. Quite honestly mm-hmm. I had I think I don't know if They were related Or a guy Another Weintraub yeah. Who was the producer That's Who did thinking. the Bruce Lee movies I wonder
1: They must have been Related David yeah. You don't think?
4: I'm, I don't recall that But All those interviews. Theodore Backel, he passed away a couple of weeks ago. He's been on this show. Go find these wonderful archives for free at davesgoneby.com. And if you want to drop me an email, davesgoneby at aol.com is the way to do it. D-A-V-E-S-G-O-N-E-B-Y, davesgoneby at aol.com. And please, please check out our Facebook page, Radio Dave Lefkowitz. Like us and follow us. If you can't find it the regular way... Just go to com. click on the white and blue letter F uh, for Facebook, and that will bring you to the Facebook page, and you can like us there. We're getting away from mailing out these weekly mailers and stuff that people get annoyed by because there's so much mail and spam and stuff, and they, they just want to be notified on Facebook. So we're doing that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we tell
4: we, we post on Facebook <laughs> on Friday night or Saturday morning, hey, this is what's going to be on the show. And here's a little cute quote or whatever. So check it out on our check Facebook page. See? Well, let's see, anything else that we have to talk about, babe? Anything else going on? Da, 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 Did you like potato? Da, da. We didn't even talk about potato day. No. That was last Saturday yeah, after we listen, left the show. Listen, I want
1: to go so that we can eat some time today. All
4: right, all right. No, but what was your favorite part of potato day? Um, Which was last Saturday. We went last, you know, a week ago, I last think afternoon. When Miss Peggy called you up to do your show. Oh, that's right, this very nice woman who um, was, it was very Peggy. involved in Greeley. Miss Peggy. Miss Peggy. I'm not going to use last names, but she's involved with a lot of the Greeley museums, and she's on their boards and stuff. She was playing an old school marm mm-hmm. in the schoolhouse that they have in our local Centennial Village thing, which they dress up like it was 150, 200 years ago in Greeley. Mm-hmm. So she would play like a schoolmistress in this schoolhouse, mm-hmm. and she had little children come in and doing chalk on their boards. Everything all cute thing, because mm-hmm. that was what potato, day, for me it's about potatoes for everybody else it's about, oh what can a blacksmith do, what can a tomahawk thrower do, mm-hmm. what can a you know, gunsmith and a quilter do so um, she was making Oh, we th- saw
1: someone make jewelry and a hair Yeah, oh, man
4: you know. oh. human hair She, uh, th- th- another woman at the Centennial Village, she was in this room and she was showing off all this somewhat nice jewelry that she strung together in this process that she learned, and, and she only started doing this recently by reading these old books, that people used to make jewelry out of hair. And and people would do this thing where um, they put a cameo or, or behind the frame. They would take hair from all these different members of the family and knot them together in this cute or, or pretty sort of pattern. And then it would be a storytelling thing. They'd be able to point to the frame and go, oh, remember your grandpa Sal? Uh, you know, that's his hair. Oh, here's a story about him. And then here's your Aunt Jeannie. You see her hair and, and the lice crawling over it. You know, she, she was not a, a clean girl. I mean, and that's what they would do back in the day. I, I, I don't know. I, I'd be tempted to use fingers and knuckle bones and, and do an art piece like that. You know. Oh, this, this was your cousin Francis's knuckle. <laughs> he, he scraped that constantly because uh, he was sort of um, you know an, a gorilla type and his knuckles were dragging along the ground all the time. That's why you see it so worn I don't know. I don't know what I would do, but the hair jewelry woman, it was deceiving too because we saw a sign that said, ooh, hair jewelry and we thought, okay, it'll be some kind of combs and you know, barrettes and stuff that people can put in their hair but no, man, it was jewelry made of hair, and I volunteered. I said, "Look, I'll pull my pants down. You can you can pluck my pubes, make me something wonderful." But they they just just didn't have the time to deal. But that was there at Potato Day. As was one, and they gave us a second one. They were very kind. They were generous. They gave us a second loaded baked potato without charging us, which we which share, we shared. But I think you know they raised the price to $7 this year on Potato Day. I thought we were entitled. I also purchased <laughs> potato pins. You did? Yeah, they were cute. I enjoyed that. Those are still only $0.25 cents a piece. I think that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. What else? Anything else on Potato Day that you really uh, found? I like the quilting guy.
1: Yeah. The hair thing.
4: The hair thing. The yeah, uh, school thing. Well, did we do anything else? We ate. We had mm-hmm. a potato. Yeah, we had a tortilla. But we, around. we saw a, a goat who was kind of cute. Yeah started licking my fingers that was nice yeah. I didn't see any other animals. there was like a duck I didn't see any other oh, animals yeah, yeah, yeah. that was disappointing
5: yeah.
4: it was all right it was an okay potato day yeah. you know I and mean, you know I felt bad that because of my radio show and the other stuff we didn't get there until late or late her mm-hmm. but it's not like we missed a parade or speeches or anything like that they didn't do them they just started
1: <laughs> well, apparently the, the old
4: old old potato lady, she's still alive. Mm-hmm. The woman whose, whose family is well, to Well, we don't donate? know
1: if it's true, though, so I wouldn't repeat it.
4: Okay. Well, Because I, mm, it's a rumor. Okay. Well, that she's... she's Not doing well. Not mentally compass mentis, but still... Well, we don't know. Uh, who among us... How mentally there was she if she was organizing Potato Day ten, 20 she years ago? She wasn't
1: organizing. She was helping.
4: Mm. I mean, how mentally together am I to be excited about attending Potato Day myself? Because you're, in, you're insane. That's true. Anywho,
1: we'll play one more dun, dun, game dun, dun, and then dun, dun, you have dun, dun, to go. No, 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 no! Play a nice song that I like.
4: Okay. Well, we're gonna do our first Saturday segue. Saturday sun.
1: On the, the morning Segway.
4: it came without a warning. Yeah. We've got Inside Broadway coming up on Dave's Gone By, our <laughs> <segment>. <laughs> We've got <laughs> our Bob Dylan segment <laughs> all about the <laughs> album <laughs> Oh mercy. mercy. We'll also have a Shuby Taylor birthday segment oh, later in the show. Please room. don't
1: play Shuby Taylor now.
4: No, 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 no. This is our first birthday, our Saturday segue birthday segment, because two different people were born this week. First of all, Leonard Cohen. <laughs> <laughs> he turns 81 years old. <laughs> On You're Monday. the one who
1: told me that he wanted to get rid of his wife and he wrote a song about how he didn't love her anymore.
4: Really? Was yeah. that the book? Was that um,
1: Yeah, you told me about it, that the way he got rid of one of his wives was he wrote this song about a new woman or something, or he oh wrote my. a song like, that that's pretty cold. That, I mean, come well, on, that's it, cold. Well, he was,
4: yeah, he was a ladies' man. Wow. Oh, I mean, probably still is, even at his age. There's something about him that is incredibly magnetic and charismatic mm. to women, and he dated the most gorgeous women you've ever seen mm-hmm. in your life. Some of them famous, some not, but uh, yeah, even even now. But he's Canadian singer-songwriter, musician, painter, poet, and novelist. Um, he's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, the Canadian Music Hall of Fame, and the Canadian Songwriters Hall of Fame. Um, his most recent album was, the, uh, was last year. He released a, an album called Popular Problems. Uh, what's kind of nice is that even though he, he, he dipped his toe in a lot of different religions He was into Scientology For just a little while um, and you, you even hear that in his song Famous Blue Raincoat Where he's asking about a friend if he ever got clear uh, And of course he Is on some level a Buddhist And has been practicing Buddhism for a very long time But he comes from a line of rabbis And he is still Jewish as a matter of fact uh, Even though he was ordained a Buddhist monk In 1996 wow. He still considers himself Jewish he said, quote, I'm not looking for a new religion. I'm quite happy with the old one, Judaism. Wow. So yay, yay Leonard Cohen for that. And um, if you want to read a really exhaustive biography of him, um, Sylvia Simmons. Is wrote, it
1: authorized?
4: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, she, she met with him. Mm. You know, and um, yeah. This is the woman who was on this radio show two, three years ago, Sylvia Simmons. Oh, she dated him. She would have. She, pro- she would have mm. gladly, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, even at his uh, even with a 30 40 year age gap wow. difference, um, then we take Berlin. Berlin. <laughs> but she's <laughs> a wonderful interview. We go into the Dave by archives and, and look for Sylvia Simmons and hear her talk about her book and her meetings with Leonard Cohen. Quite, and actually has this wonderful uh, English voice that, that's really worth I'm hearing. Giving you a spotlight. Okay, thank you. Ooh. Ooh, I feel like I should start doing my, uh, my stage show. I'd like to tell you about the most embarrassing... Don't give it away for
1: free. No one will buy the cow.
4: (laughs) Now, so Leonard Norman Cohen, happy birthday to him, born September 21st... Happy
1: birthday
4: to you. Sing, Chica. Back in 1935. Wow. 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 So he was born this week, and then happy birthday also, uh, after a very bad year, to Nicholas Edward Cave, a.k.a. Nick Cave, born September 22nd, so that would make him on Tuesday fifty-eight years old. Oh, Australian, man.
1: huh?
4: No, good. Australian musician, songwriter, oh. author, screenwriter. He's done a lot of uh, music really? work for movies now. Oh wow! Yeah, and he's he's been in some some films, yeah. not just Wings of Desire, where he's performing. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was an actor. also in that in that movie about um, the assassination of Jesse James by that coward Robert Ford. Uh, he had a, a role in there, but um, and he also one of his most recent projects is he wrote the book for an opera by Nicholas Lenz called Shellshock. Wow. Hmm. His early band was The Birthday Party, which kind of morphed mm-hmm. into The Bad Seeds, one of the great bands of all time, quite mm-hmm. honestly. Um, Nick Cave, so extraordinary musician. I kind of miss his rock and roll chops. He brought them back a little bit in Man, mm-hmm. but the stuff he's doing solo and with The Bad Seeds is very, very influenced by Brazilian and Saudad music. It's gotten kind of a mm. lot of ballad-heavy stuff. Wow. I don't expect that to change considering what happened to him this mm-hmm. summer where his 15-year-old son died. <laughs> oh, that's horrible! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's... All that, that's worthy of me, babe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> now, his kid died in a rock-climbing accident in, uh, in England. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that sucks. Of uh, course. Um, his last... Album album, mm. and that wasn't a soundtrack, and wasn't the other bed, projects.
1: The, um, Murder Ballads?
4: No, Murder mm. Ballads is already like 15, 20 oh years old, God. man. No, um, Push the Sky Away, mm. which goes back to 2013. This is the one with uh, him in a suit, of course, looking dapper, and his, I, his wife naked on the cover, which mm. is kind of nice. So, we're going to hear, uh, I mean... The album starts off great, but it's just ballad after ballad after ballad, and you're kind of like, okay.
1: That's what he's known for.
4: Now, no, now, mm-hmm. back in the day of the birthday party uh, of the Bad Seeds, nobody rocked. Wow. Like, I saw him twice in concert, man. When he does Jack the Ripper, when he does, um, oh, uh, Lee, mm-hmm. holy crap. It's like he tears yeah. the roof off. And I'm sure he still does in concert. I just wish he would do it. A bit more on record again But anyway, Nick Cave, amazing Brilliant, two brilliant Mm
1: -hmm. Probably
4: genius musicians Leonard Cohen and Nick Cave We're wishing them birthdays Very happy years upcoming To both of them So we're going to start with The opening track to Nick Cave's most recent album Push.
1: Is it Sunday yet?
4: Ha 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 This is from Push the Sky Away With We Know Who you are we thank i know who you are joyce you're my wonderful wife and i thank you so much for being with us in the neighborhood and for all the help you were this week getting my show off the ground in boulder love you babe and thanks for that here's nick cave
7: Care what the little bird sings. We go down with the dew in the morning light. The tree don't know what the little bird brings. We go down with the dew in the morning and we breathe it in. There is no need to forgive Breathe it in There is no need to forgive The trees will stand like pleading hands We go down with the dew in the morning light like Trees all stand like bleeding hands We go down with the dew in the morning And we breathe it in There is no need To forgive The trees will burn Blackened hands We return with the light Of the evening The trees will burn Blackened hands Nowhere to rest Nowhere to land And we know who you are, and we know where you live, and we know there's no need to forgive. And we know who you are, and we know where you live, and we know there's no need to forgive. We know there's no need to forgive
3: I fight you? Did I ever want you? Did I ever leave you? Was I ever able? Or are we still leaning across the old table? Lemon trees blossom The almond trees wither Was I ever someone Who could love you forever
5: Was it ever said?
3: Still leaning across the old table.
4: That's what Nick Cave used to sound like (laughs) when he's not doing ballads. That was Jack the Ripper, classic number, great stuff there from Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds from the wonderful live album that they did, Seeds Live, or or, I think it's Live Seeds actually is the proper title, going back about, uh, wow, 15 years or so for that, but uh, incredible stuff. Boy, when he rocks out. He rocks out. Nick Cave there. Happy birthday to him. Uh, He will turn 58 years old this Tuesday. Australian musician, songwriter, actor, also film, score, and um, I don't know if he's an orchestrator, but he's certainly a film composer. And again, just he's coming off a really bad year, so we wish him a much, much better one to Nick Cave. We heard... Him doing Jack the Ripper, and also we opened the set with my favorite song off his new album. Well, not even new anymore. It's two years old, called Push the Sky Away, called We Know Who You Are. And it's spelled we know with N-O. It's sort of like this Prince kind of spelling on that song. We, N-O, Who, capital U, capital R. Not sure why he chose to do it that way, but that's what he did for that number which opens the album, Push the Sky Away. And in between, we also wished a very happy birthday to Leonard Cohen, who on Monday will turn 81 years old. Wow. So, um, you know, and, and he's certainly singing differently. His voice has gotten a lot rougher. He's in Dylan territory now, um, of, uh, of that gravel and gruffness and, and barely even getting a tune out. But it's still kind of, kind of a great song there from his latest album, Called Popular Problems Which just came out last year Did I Ever Love You And right before that A live version from the 1994 Cohen live album Who By Fire A couple of Leonard Cohen songs there too So the double C birthdays there Here on the Dave's Gone By Radio program of the air Which is brought to you by our great friends At Hewlett Minuteman Press The copy kings of Broadway Since the mid-1990s No, excuse me Since the mid-1970s the Toron family has owned and operated Hewlett Miniman Press in the heart of Hewlett, Long Island. It's about two and a half blocks from the LIRR station in Hewlett. It's right in that mini mall where there's a card shop and there's a clothing store and uh, I think a Chinese food place. So even though the Lomans that had been there for years and years across the street is gone, uh, and the Burger King that have been across the street, has been taken over, I think, by a bank. But ULIT Minuteman is still there, still, still doing quality work, be it one sheet, you know, double-sided, color, black and white, to big printing jobs, to all the other stuff they do. As a matter of fact, let me uh, let me see. I'll give you a hint. Oh, do I have it here? Yeah, I do. No. Where's my, where's my mail? There we go. I have this list of all the stuff that Minuteman Press does. So if I pick a letter, I'm going to do B for Boulder, because I've been in the Boulder Fringe Festival and will be this coming week as well. So with B for Boulder, oh my God, what a, what a letter there. They do badges, bags, balloons, bindery of all sorts of things like co-legging and cutting and folding and packing and perforating. They also do birth announcements, blind embossing, I have no idea what that is, booklets, bookmarks, brochures, bulletins, bumper stickers, business announcements, business cards, business card holders, business forms, and buttons. And those are just the Bs. Those are among the many, many things that ULIT Minuteman Press can do for your company, for your business, at reasonable rates, and even cheaper. Because if you tell them Dave sent you, you get 10% off any order, big or small. Just tell them, uh, just tell the. Kind, wonderful folks, the Torong family at Hewlett Minuteman Press that you listen today has gone by and you will get ten percent off. Find out more at five one six five six nine five five seven seven. There you go. Five one six five six nine five five seven seven. Or you can even go to their website, which is hewlett.minutemanpress.com press dot com. Hewlett two E's in there. Hewlett Dot com. They are the copy kings. And I do want to give a shout out to the folks who don't only, um, what shall I say, they don't just do my show. But these are the folks who help pay for every show that's on this radio station, this student radio station, uncradio.com. We couldn't, I mean, yes, we get a lot of money or a bit of money from the student council here. At UNC, And that helps us pay for the events that we help cover and bring music to and DJ and uh, cover the sports teams that play here and get them on the air. And sometimes we even do video for them and we get out to the student body and we do T-shirts and stuff and we, we keep the equipment going. We have to buy new boards and new microphones and, and fix stuff. It costs money, some money that we get from student council, others that we get from advertising by folks like the Wing Shack, so proud to support this station for all these many years. They serve non-GMO-treated, grain-fed, free-range chickens, and they're open seven days a week until midnight in two different locations. They're up on 65th Avenue in West Greeley and also right in Garden City. So if you're smoking some, you bought um, some tax-free pot, this past week, there was one day when it was in the bylaws that you had to sell pot without tax. See, in New York, they would do that with clothing for a week out of the year. Here, they do it with bud, <laughs> amazingly enough. So if, if you ran and scrambled and, and saved a lot of dough on buying your edibles or your smokables, and then you're getting you know hungry for the munchies, get some crunchy chicken wings and, and boned or boneless at the Wing Shack. And we thank them most of all for supporting this station. If you want to support the station, you want to hear your ad on the radio, contact Samantha Roberts at uncradio.com, samantha.roberts at unco.edu, samantha.roberts at unco.edu. And um, very quickly, we'll get your ad on the air. Every single DJ doing a show here will do your ad, and then we've also got pre-recorded ads when live people aren't on mic so that overnight or in off hours, uh, you'll be listening to music on the station and gosh darn, once or twice an hour your ad will come up. It's really cost effective and a marvelous way of getting your word out about your product, business, or service. Samantha.roberts at unco.edu. You Here on uncradio.com, the radio station of the University of Northern Colorado. Although I'm in Colorado and doing theater in Colorado, I love theater so much I also still love to talk about New York theater and Broadway, where I will be going next month. So I do a segment every week called Inside Broadway to talk about just that. Yes, Inside Broadway we go... Here in the neighborhood. Well, let's get, to, uh, let's get to my news first. As I was talking about earlier in the show, I do want to remind you that you have three more opportunities to see me work on my one-man show, The Miracle of Long Johns. It's a play about my life. It's a play about my many, many years as a New York theater critic. The wonderful shows I've seen. The terrible shows that I've seen, and also the most humiliating, embarrassing moment of my life. And that's kind of the fun part. Now, you kind of have a choice. See, it's a full-length play. It's 80 minutes long. But because of the constraints of the festival and 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 my inability to cut the show down to an hour, I'm unable to do the whole show in one piece every night. So I've had to do part one and part two, kind of like an act one, act two of this solo performance. In the first act, you get my years going to the theater. And it's fun and playful, and I talk about all the rotten shows that I've seen and had to sit through from beginning to end. That's a lot of fun. The audiences are loving that. But then in the second half, you get what really occurred on that worst, most miserable, humiliating night of my life. So you've got a choice to make, whether I'll be doing act one or act two. I will probably be doing act one – excuse me, act two this Monday night in the Boulder Fringe. It's at the – First United Methodist Church up on Spruce Street, right by 14th, in Boulder, Colorado. Uh, I think tickets are something like 14 or $18 dollars or something like that, unless you have a festival pass. I'll probably be doing the second act, and that'll be the first time in front of an audience to do that. So it'll be a pretty exciting night for me. I would love to have friendly faces and uh, people who, who like me from this radio show to come on down and see that. So that'll be Monday night at 6 o'clock, 6 p.m. in Boulder at First United Methodist Church for Act Two of The Miracle of Long Johns, And then back to Friday, next coming Friday at 8 p.m., so really prime time, I'll be doing Act One again. I've done that twice. I really have it under my belt now, and the audience is really digging it. So Friday... 8 p.m. and then next Saturday, not tonight, but a week from tonight, I'll be doing it at 6 p.m. and I'll do um, I'll do Act Two then again. So you've got two chances to see Act Two and one more chance to see Act One of my show, The Miracle of Longjongs, at the Boulder Fringe Festival. And we're doing a thing that if you go to see both parts because it wasn't anticipated uh, that i have to cut this show in half i was supposed to do the whole thing in one fell swoop and it bothers me that i'm not allowed to so if you go to see one we'll let you in to see the other one at half price so it's either 14 or 18 dollars to get in the first time and then it's only seven to see the rest of the show and you don't have to see you, you can see part two first and then part one that that's okay just I hope you get to see all of it because I think it's a really great show. The miracle of Long Johns. For more information, go to miracleoflongjohns.com. For um, to contribute to the show and its future, we still have our Indiegogo campaign up. That's at our Indiegogo page for the miracle of Long Johns, which you can jump to from miracleoflongjohns.com. You know, we we far surpassed our goal of just bringing the show to Boulder and then to New York. We want to do much more with it. So anything you donate will help support the future of this one-man play. So if you get $5, $50, or $100 or more, we would love it. And it it would absolutely go not to feeding my face, not for me to take some vacation in Hawaii, but to get my show. Hell, if I can bring my show to Hawaii, great. I'd love the money to do that. It costs a lot of money to do these things, more than you would imagine. So every penny really, really counts and helps. And I forgot to mention, yes, New York, on Friday, October 23rd at 9 p.m., I will do the full Miracle of Long John's at the Theater Row Complex. There's a small theater in there called the Studio Theater. That's where I'll be doing it. The Theater Row Complex, incredibly centrally located. It's on 42nd Street between 9th and 10th. It's four ten. West 42nd Street, in a big building that has a lot of different theaters in it. Mine will be in the studio theater at 9 o'clock at night on that Friday night, 9 p.m., October 23rd, The Miracle of Long Johns. Tickets are available through Telecharge, or again, you can jump there from miracleoflongjohns.com, or look up the United Solo Theater Festival, where I am one of many plays being done Oh, the festival just began and it's going on for weeks. So, yeah, that's my Broadway, well, well off Broadway news at this point. So, please go to MiracleOfLongJohns.com and find out more. Now, moving back to Broadway, some bad news this week. Un- and And, you know what? We expected this bad news a month ago. It's amazing that Amazing Grace has hung on this long. This is a New Broadway musical, new score, new everything, except for one major song of the title, Amazing Grace. Somebody wrote a musical. Uh, well, I'll tell you who wrote it. It's Christopher Smith and Arthur Giron co-wrote this musical about the creation of the great hymn Amazing Grace. They, they, it's an amazing story behind it. There's this guy who was a slave owner, and then he had this big change of heart, and he wrote this hymn. Called Amazing Grace and all this stuff goes on. So yeah, he tells the story of it. He's got these ballads and I haven't seen the musical and I'm not going to be able to because it is closing. They are oh, actually I, I could. I could still see it. Because they've announced a closing day. It's not like they're closing this weekend. They're running now until October twenty fifth, twenty fifteen they will have run 24 previews and 114 regular performances by the time Amazing Grace bows out. They opened back in mid-July and their reviews were not kind. They said, "Oh, it's a kind of a good story, but it's very um textbooky, schoolbooky, you know, learning your lessons sort of a show with a lot of heavy uh Euro musical style ballads." Audiences a mm, little bit more into it and certainly people who are more religiously inclined and really love the musical Amazing Grace. They're, they're getting into the show. However, the show has never really picked up a big audience. It's been making eh, – or, or I should say it's been grossing – Two hundred and eighty, three hundred, three hundred and thirty thousand dollars 330000 a week. When a big Broadway musical needs to make well over half a million dollars just to make its weekly nut. But, you know, they, they have their contingency plan. They like, say, hey, we'll build an audience. We'll keep running it. We'll lose money every week until we start to make some money on it. But it just wasn't happening or wasn't happening quickly enough. So finally, the producers threw in the towel on Amazing Grace. But it is going to tour... Uh, that's what they say. But if you want to see the show, you still have a month or so at the Nederlander Theater on Broadway on West 41st Street to say farewell, gracefully, to the musical Amazing Grace. Well, happier news, moving off Broadway, I told you this, we- uh, this last week, I'm going to remind you again that the 20 at 20 campaign is still going on. It's going on through October 4th, 20 minutes before curtain. At major off-Broadway shows, if you get there 20 minutes and, and every ticket isn't sold out, they will sell you a ticket for $20. And I'm talking shows like Avenue Q, The 39 Steps, Stomp, The Fantastics, Drunk Shakespeare, In Bed with Roy Cohen, uh, Sisters, Travels with My Aunt, My Son the Waiter by Our Friend of the Neighborhood, Perfect Crime featuring another friend of the neighborhood. I mean, literally, there's, there's about two dozen off-Broadway shows. They are taking part in twenty at twenty. It makes it it makes it crazy if you don't go to an off Broadway show because I mean what a deal! A lot of these shows. You, I remember in the days when I was going to Broadway theater and the ticket prices were ramping up and they were going you know fifty dollars for orchestra seat, seventy dollars, a hundred. They broke the hundred dollar barrier a decade or two decades ago, and boom! And now it's off to the stratosphere. Not even for VIP tickets, but regular tickets for a Broadway show are 130, 150 dollars a night. It's insane, and for a while, Off Broadway was the great bargain because you got to see these shows. It was much more intimate. Sometimes you have just as big stars, and certainly as great performers, and you were much, much closer. You felt closer to the action, and tickets were 25 dollars, 30 dollars, 40 dollars, as opposed to Broadway's exorbitant fees. Well. Soon the off Broadway producers caught on, and the unions caught on, and now off Broadway shows are eighty, ninety, a hundred dollars for a seat. It's it's nuts. So imagine being able to go see these many, many off Broadway shows for twenty dollars a ticket. I think it's wonderful. I wish it were running even longer. I I take part in it, um, you know, when I come to New York, and I I usually get free tickets to things, but when I can't. Um, you know, I'll I'll pay twenty bucks. I don't mind that. That's okay. It's reasonable. So do it. It's now through October fourth, and you can go to the website twenty at twenty dot com. Two zero at two zero dot com. And by the way, that's AT, not like the uh the Twitter sort of sign. 20 dot com for this twenty at twenty Promotion in Manhattan. Oh, there's a show um, has has solidified some of its information. The Broadway musical Tuck Everlasting, which is based on that young adult's novel that I admit I've never read, but it's got a book by Claudia Shear, who did that very good show called Dirty Blonde. She will be um, well that show will open April 26th at the Broadhurst Theatre. And they've solidified their cast. It's the people who are doing it out of town. Carolee Carmelo, Andrew Keenan Bolger, he's Celia's brother, and Terrence Mann, veteran Broadway actor. They will all be in Tuck Everlasting. It's all about this girl's family who become immortal by drinking from a spring. Sounds pretty interesting. Tuck Everlasting opening this spring on Broadway. Well, whether you're into Broadway, Off-Broadway, or Off-Off, or even regional theater, you're going to want to go to the website TotalTheater.com. It's tons of theater reviews, articles, and interviews, and it's all absolutely free. Go to the homepage, TotalTheater.com. If you visit the Criticopia section, you can read reviews of all the Broadway shows, major Off-Broadway shows, even shows coming from fringe festivals like Edinburgh. Out of America and, and um, places far afield like Sarasota, Florida, and Los Angeles, California, and upstate New York. We just got a, a review of a show playing at the JIVA Theater in Rochester, New York. Everywhere. Wonderful reviews by very, very good writers come in to totaltheater.com and we share them with you. Now, the Total Theater Company also puts out a great journal called Performing Arts Insider. It has been the Bible of Broadway since the mid-1940s. And this is where the entertainment industry turns to find out the detailed facts and information about every single show on every stage of New York. Broadway, off and off, off off-Broadway very comprehensive listings with the names of the playwrights and directors and the designers. Also, their contact information, the press agents, the managers, the producers. How do you get in touch with those folks in case you have a question for a designer or a playwright? Sometimes you get even their direct emails and and rarely phone numbers, but emails, yeah, and mailing addresses, or at least who their agents are. So you can get in touch, and um, maybe you're in a high school to Directing a show that is on Broadway or was on Broadway or your show – a show currently is on Broadway and you're inquiring about rights or things like that. All that information is in the pages of Performing Arts Insider, a hard-copy journal. You read it the old-fashioned way. It comes to your desk, you open it up, and boom, there the information is. You could go on your computer and find some of, sometimes most of, but not all the information, and you'd be opening window after window and getting lost and taking all this time when all you have to do is get this in the mail and read it every month. Twelve times a year for the monthly edition twenty one times a year for people who really need that info very quickly and um up to date for more information go to PerformingArtsInsider.com, dot com performing Insider dot com It is the Bible of Broadway has been since nineteen forty four seventy one years old I'm very proud to be associated with this long standing very respected journal. That um, I mean, press agents, uh, excuse, well, they get it, and also reviewers, you know, they get all these press releases of this show is opening on Broadway, this show is opening way off Broadway, how can they keep it all straight? They don't have to. They don't need to get all those presses. They can put that in their their trash boxes and just use the pages of Performing Arts Insider. So again. PerformingArtsInsider.com for more information. And I also just want to do a shout-out for StageBuddy.com. My friends over there, uh, Evan Seplow, they not only run some of my pieces, and I help edit for them, and I I update their history column that I wrote, but... um, They also are kind enough to hold the Dave's Gone By archives. So if you don't want to listen to davesgoneby.com for whatever reason, and you want to hear the archives on StageBuggy.com, just click on the banner there, and you can hear the same shows. These Dave's Gone By archived episodes are there, as are Rabbi Saul Solomon's Rabbinical Reflections. Rabbi Saul hasn't been with us the last couple of weeks. He's been really, really busy, and he's also vacationing, and he's been doing bris after bris because he's saving money for an even bigger vacation. So um, he's been kind of quiet. But if you want to hear Rabbi Saul's many, many, many sermons that he does, and I think, I think they're pretty funny, they're at his website, shalomdammit.com, but they're also over at stagebuddy.com in their humor section. Do check it out. Well, okay. Let's get back to Inside Broadway and what's happening on and off the Rialto. I want to remind people that the Broadway memorial for actor Roger Rees is tomorrow, Monday, at 1 o'clock at Broadway's New Amsterdam Theater. Very, very well-liked person in the Broadway community. You don't necessarily see this much outpouring of affection ...for an actor like this. He was in Nicholas Nickleby on Broadway. That really brought him to the fore. He was in The Winslow Boy, a revival of that show... ...that I think The Roundabout did a year ago. And it was a marvelous revival. And he was brilliant in it. A really terrific performance. And then his last show... Was that Cheetah Rivera show the visit by Kander and Ebb? It was a flop, It just they couldn't get an audience for it, but it was supposedly pretty darn good uh, and and unfortunately he um he got sick in the middle of it and had to bow out shortly after opening. And then, um, I mean, that was what killed him. He ended up dying shortly thereafter. Roger Rees did. I didn't even remember that he spent three years as the artistic director of the Williamstown Festival. So there's going to be, I'll bet you, an overflow crowd at the New Amsterdam Theater paying tribute and farewell to the late Roger Rees. That is, again, on Monday, September 21st at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Um, News came of a play that, I Can't Believe was on Broadway more than 20 years ago I vaguely remember seeing it It was a hit in Britain It was called The Rise and Fall of Little Voice And in England Back in 1992 It starred Jane Horrocks You may, may remember her As the cute blonde girl named Bubble In Ab Fab And she's done a ton of British lot of TV Some movies too uh, Over the years and anyway, she starred in that show. It's all about this little, little girl in a, from a working-class family, but she can belt, like, nobody's business, like Judy Garland songs and Shirley Bassey songs and things like that. Um, so anyway, it became almost a phenomenon. The big hit musical in London came to Broadway, and, eh, she didn't come with it. They had an actress named Hinden Walsh in there with, um, I forget who the other actress was, but it, it was a flop. Oh. Um, somebody's calling here. Oh, actually, I can't, can't get it yet. I'm, I'm in the middle of Inside Broadway. Call back in a little bit, caller, please, and I'll talk to you soon. But, yeah, the rise and fall of Little Boys may be coming back to Broadway in 2016-2017 as a vehicle for someone named Christine Bianco. She, is a, she basically became a famous star on YouTube. She became um, uh, big doing impressions of all these do. I, gosh, I wish this phone would turn off, please. Just sh- phone, please, please go. Um, I have to mute it, I guess. I wonder if that will work. Please, please stop, stop telephone, stop. All right, nothing I can do. We're just. I'll just have to move the mic over here a little further away. But um, the uh, rise and fall of Little Boy's Comes back to Broadway. Probably they've optioned this show for Broadway in 2016, 2017, as this vehicle for Christina Bianco, this YouTube star, celebrity impressionist. So kind of kind of be interesting to see back if they figure out a way to make this into a hit, as opposed to the flop that it had been. And then on Friday, um, oh yeah, one last. Bit I'm sorry I got a little rattled and scattered there from uh, from the phone call but on friday yesterday want to big a big congratulations to the new 42nd street which celebrating its 25th anniversary of uh, its founding as a nonprofit organization responsible for turning around Times Square and 8th Avenue. I remember what that was in the 1970s into the 80s. I mean, now, yeah, you can complain that it's very over-commercialized, and it's Disney, and it's too many damn tourists, and you can't breathe, and you can barely walk around, and it's nuts, and buck. You know, there was also a time when you just had a worry about where you were walking at ten fifteen at night after a show. And and you go down 7th Avenue because you might be a little afraid to walk, especially especially if you were a woman. Trying to walk down 8th Avenue after a show. And it was... Oh, man. it's uh, nothing I can do about this telephone. So, um, you know... Part of the people who were turning this around, not just the Walt Disney Company, but it was the new 42nd Street Company, uh, they were charged with doing this, of turning. Forty-second Street, Times Square, into a place where tourists would want to go again, where New Yorkers would want to go again. There, there were theaters, movie theaters that were porn theaters, and and former legit theaters that were crumbling. These vaudeville places. The New Forty-second Street took this in hand and really did the best they could in turning it around. And now, of course, we know what Forty-second Street looks like with Theater Row and with um, the, the new Victory Theater and the new Amsterdam Theater. So really did a wonderful job. It was back on September eighteenth, 1990, when Mayor David Dinkins, remember him, announced this coalition to help rebuild the crumbling block of Times Square and 42nd Street. So we can say congratulations to them and, and bid them a con- silver anniversary. I can't believe it for the new 42nd Street. So in their honor, and in the honor of the fact that in part two of my own stage show, The Miracle of Long John's, I talk about the Broadway musical 42nd Street, which, by the way, it was an old, old movie, but it was a brand new musical back in 1980 um, based on that old movie. And it had all those old Kalmar and Ruby songs. So to wish much more success to the new 42nd Street and their further endeavors to make New York even better and Times Square even bigger and better. And, in honor of my Miracle of Long John's show at the Boulder Fringe Festival, here's the finale from that 1980 musical 42nd Street.
0: Come and meet those dancing
6: feet. On the avenue I'm taking you to 42nd Street Hear the beat of Dancing Feet It's the song I love, the melody of 42nd Street Little nifties from the fifties, innocent and
0: sweet.
6: Sexy ladies from the
0: eighties who are indiscreet. They're side by side, they're
5: glorified.
8: Where the underworld can meet the elite. Naughty.
4: Songs from all different times and phases of Bob Dylan's career. Everybody must get Bobbed. Yes, indeed, here on the Dave's Gone By radio program of the air. Yes, I love to talk about theater. Yes, I love to talk about potatoes. But I also do love music, and I love me some Bob Dylan, because he's the uh, single greatest entity, I think, of... uh, writer-composer-hood in the folk-rock-pop idiom. Ah, I'm being so uh, academic about it. But, you know, he's Bob Dylan. He is just the greatest that we've got. So every week we play a couple of Bob Dylan songs. And uh, just because I love to share his music and that kind of music. And we usually find some sort of theme to tie the songs together. Well, this one has to do with his releasing... His 26th album, his 26th studio album, back on September 22nd, 1989. Uh, Now, uh, Wiki has it weird on this one because some places on Wikipedia, on Wikipedia itself, it has two different dates in two different places. One place it says that Oh Mercy was released on September 18th. Another place it has it released on September 22nd. So we're going to split the difference and say it was released today, back in 1989. Um, And the thing about All Mercy was it finished a very disappointing decade for Bob Dylan in a pretty strong way. He had all these albums that were incredibly uneven and had kind of bad 80s production. Some of them did. And some of them had some great songs and some of them had some, some really lousy or just eh songs. His voice was already getting shot. After how great it sounded in the 1970s, he just, you know, and then he went through or had gone through the whole boring again thing in the late 70s, early 80s. It was just a a lost sheep wandering lamb kind of decade until he got to, um, I mean, Infidels had some good stuff, but he got to O'Mercy and he got Daniel Langois on the production there. And he just quieted things down and swamped things down and suddenly... Dylan was worth listening to again. The album started to hold together again. It wasn't like oh, there's one good sh- good song surrounded by crap. You know, there's like ah, there's a feel to this record, and and the songs, most of them, hold together pretty nicely. And it, it's one of his maybe his best album of the 1980s. Uh, and leading up ten years later, almost to Time Out of Mind, which was the real reboot for his career. But um, the album cover. By the way, not a great album cover, but it was from a street artist named Trotsky who painted on a Hell's Kitchen Chinese restaurant wall. And you know, Dylan was doing some rather bizarre art cover, um, album covers in the 80s, too. or even even recently. Oh, mercy, what, what the hell was up with the album cover? But anywho, uh, one of his better ones. In recent years. And so we're going to hear three songs. From Oh Mercy. To celebrate it's anniversary. Going back oh my gosh. 26 years now. To 1989. We're going to start with. A song called Shooting Star. Which Bob Dylan likened. To Johnny Cash's I Walk the Line. He's not saying it's as good as. But for him. He tried to make it as iconic. In that way. Saying being very laconic and saying a lot with very little in a quiet way, uh, the way I Walk the Line does, something very iconic in its status. So we'll start with that, Shooting Star from Oh Mercy, and then a couple more songs to celebrate Bob Dylan here on Dave's Gone By. (laughs) ¶¶
9: i a shooting star tonight, and I thought of you. You're trying to break into another world, a world I never knew. I always kind of wondered if you ever made it through. Seen a shooting star tonight, and I thought of you.
5: Seen a shooting star tonight,
9: and I thought of me. If I was still the same, if I ever became what you wanted me to be. Did I miss the mark, overstepped the line that only you could see? Seen a shooting star tonight, and I thought of me. Listen to the engine, listen to the bell As the last fire truck from hell Goes rolling by, our good people I pray It's the last temptation, the last account Last time you might hear the summon on the mail Last radio's playing Seen a shooting star tonight, slip away. Tomorrow will be another day. Guess it's too late to say the things to you that you needed to hear me say. Seen a start star tonight, slip away.
10: Soft cotton dress On the line hanging dry Window wide open African trees Bent over backward In a hurricane breeze Not a word of goodbye Not even a note She's gone with the man In the long black coat Somebody's seen him hanging around In the old dance hall on the outskirts of town he looked into her eyes when she stopped to ask If he wanted to dance, he had a face like a mask Somebody said from the Bible he'd quote There was dust on the man in the long black coat Was a talking, There's a sermon he gave He said Every man's conscience Is vile and depraved You cannot depend on it To be your guide When it's you Who must keep it satisfied It ain't easy to swallow It sticks in the throat She gave her heart to the man In the long black coat There are no mistakes in life Some people say it's true Sometimes you can see it that way But people don't live or die People just flowed She went with the man In the long black coat Smoke on the water It's been there since June Tree trunks are rooted Neat the high crescent moon Feel the pulse and vibration Gather in force Someone is out there beating on a dead horse She never said nothing, there was nothing she wrote, she's gone with the man in the line.
5: am
9: I? Come like all the rest If I just turn away When I see how you're dressed If I shut myself off, So I can't hear you cry I see and don't say If I look right through you If I turn it deaf To the thunder in the sky Still. Just turn my back Or you silently died
4: Three songs from the Oh Mercy album by Bob Dylan. The Oh Mercy album turning, wow, 26 years old, either on Tuesday or it already turned 26 yesterday or something like that. It was released 26 years ago, right around this week by Columbia Records. It was his 26th, 26th studio album and maybe his best-received of all the 1980s, and a lot of that had to do with that very quiet production and, and his voice taking center stage again and not big pre-recorded recorded or, or synthesized 80s drum machines and all that crap, just him with gentle songs, uh, introspective songs, and uh, sometimes very fine songs. So we heard Shooting Star from Oh Mercy, and then, obviously that was not Bob Dylan singing in the middle. That was our friend of the neighborhood, Barb Younger, from her album, "Man in the Long Black Coat," another song that's on "Oh Mercy," doing the title track, "Man in the Long Black Coat." And then finally, Dylan again, from "Oh Mercy, What Good am I?" here on Dave's Gong By," where it is 11:30 in the morning, and it's just about 60 degrees now. It was so chilly. This morning, the folks at the farmer's market were were stamping their feet with a little bit of uh, mist coming out of their mouths from the cool. And now here it is. It's already a gorgeous sunny day, 60 degrees, going up to almost 80. So we have cooled off from where we were a week or two ago. And then in our overnights, we're getting down to the low 40s now because, hey, it's, it's September. It'll be fall in a day or two or three. So, yeah, today, high of 79 degrees. tomorrow. Also, pretty much the same day, just a little bit warmer, high of 82 degrees. And then Monday, warm front comes back in. It'll be almost 90 again and sunny. So don't be fooled. It may be the, like the first or second day of fall, but that sun will be out there. It'll it'll bake you a bit. And uh, as we head into Moneys Yom Kippur, I think it's Tuesday night, isn't it? We stay quite warm in the daytime, but then the clouds roll in. So the mix of sun and clouds on Tuesday and then Wednesday again, uh, cooling off just a smidgen back to the mid 80s for a high with some chance of well, not much precipitation. It'll just be a little more humid on Tuesday and Wednesday and especially into Thursday. But Thursday will be humid, but the high will be only 82 degrees, so it'll be big like today. And then the sunshine comes back towards next weekend with highs in the low to mid 80s and uh, the lows overnight just you know dipping back down to 50 degrees. So these are great weather days. I mean, little worrying about parts of Colorado with the fires that they've been getting. You know, we had all that rain early in the spring and, and coming out of uh, winter and just day after day there'd be some rain shower at some point or a full day of rain and it was great we didn't have to worry about fires or anything like that cause, and and the grass was all green and the trees were going and now we're back to you know dry desiccated colorado and we haven't had rain for quite a while and we could use a bit especially before it gets frosty and cold so uh yeah you know it's, it's okay if they send a little bit of rain our way it would be nice with all the fires that are happening, not in our area, thank goodness, but um I think to the southwest of us, here in Greeley, Colorado, where it's eleven thirty-two in the morning mountain time. I'm Dave Lefkowitz and I'm doing my weekly radio program. It's called Dave's Gong By. You can write to me, Dave's gone by at AOL.com. You can also check our Facebook page, Radio Dave Lefkowitz, or jump to it from our main homepage davesgongby.com. That's the best place really to go first to find out all about this radio show. There'll be a link to information about my stage show, The Miracle of Long Johns. Uh, it's just, That's the best place, davesgongby.com. And of course, our archives are there too. I talked about earlier all these amazing guests that we've had on the program. We like to keep tabs on them uh, let you know how they're doing and what they're doing because it brings credit to us by having the good taste of, um, of having them on the show in the first place. And then these folks go off and do more wonderful things. For example, this is way cool. I uh, got a notification. I don't remember if this was on Facebook or by email, but there are plans afoot. There are requests being made to make a street in New York City named Joe Franklin Way. Yeah. I mean, honestly, they should really call it Memory Lane. But if they don't, uh, it'll probably be where Joe Franklin's restaurant was. And, and it'll be a co-named street. So there'll be, still be an avenue number or, or a street number on it. But they would, like, co-name it Joe Franklin Way. And I'm like, yeah, all the way with that. Hey, maybe there'll be a Dave Lefkowitz Way. I mean, if there can be a Dog Hammarskjöld Plaza, they can come up with a Dave Lefkowitz Way. I would like that. Or Dave's Gone Byway. How's that for a name of a street? Start your petitioning now so I can see that before I'm dead. I would really appreciate that. Anyway, some other folks who've been in the neighborhood. David Bromberg it's having a 70th birthday bash at Town Hall. This is happening tonight, Town Hall in New York City. Among the guests, Jeff Daniels, the singer and actor, Jerry Jeff Walker, and Tom Rush. They will all, all be part of David Bromberg's 70th birthday bash. I'll bet there will be some other people there, too. Way cool tonight at Town Hall in mid town. And then playing through tonight, it's been playing all week, as part of the New York Thespis Festival at the Hudson Guild Theater over on the west side, Joy Franz and our friend of the neighborhood were the best, maybe the best name of anyone who's ever been in the neighborhood, Chuck Muckle, Chuck Muckle, excuse me, Muckle, will be in this play called Brush Strokes. That is off-off-Broadway, part of the New York Thespis Festival. Last chance to catch it is today at the Hudson Guild Theater. And then, speaking of theater, Radio Mystery 1949, a play-comedy-thriller mystery by Dennis Richard. That is being done at the Clarion Theater on 309 East 26th Street. I know that theater well because it used to be called the Richmond Shepherd Theater where I directed and co-wrote the uh, Rabbi Saul Solomon show, Shalom Dammit. Well, it's now called the Clarion Theater. It's in different hands. But the director of Radio Mystery 1949 is Richmond Shepherd. And he, um, he will be directing this from this week through the end of September. Do check that out at the Clarion Theater. And then um, playing through also the end of September at the Theater for the New City on 1st Avenue, Gretchen Cryer is directing a play by Elizabeth Barkan called Bike Shop that's over on 1st Avenue from now through September 27th. And again, through September 27th. In Massachusetts, at the American Repertory Theater in Cambridge, it's the pre-Broadway tryout of the musical Waitress featuring Jesse Mueller and our friend of the neighborhood, Deacon Matthews. He's become ubiquitous. I'm seeing him everywhere on on reruns of Murder, She Wrote, and other TV shows. And he was in um, that show with Helen Mirren on Broadway, The Audience, this past season. And then he'll be on Broadway in uh, Waitress this spring. You know, they're trying it out in Massachusetts before it comes to Broadway, and he's coming with it. Dakin Matthews, see him in Waitress. has got very nice reviews. Uh, American Repertory Theater currently playing there through the end of September. Well, just still in previews at the Brooks Atkinson Theater on Broadway is Spring Awakening, the Deaf West Theater Company revival of that, which has a score by Duncan Sheik. Well, the the book and lyrics are by uh, Stephen Sater, he is our friend of the neighborhood, And then um, Aladdin on Broadway features music by our friend Alan Menken. That is at the New Amsterdam Theater. You've got Andrew Goffman's The Accidental Pervert at 13th Street Repertory Theater. And Brad Zimmerman's My Son the Waiter at Stage 72. You've also got Perfect Crime, of course, Now and Forever at the Snapple Center. Catherine Russell, our friend of the neighborhood, is in there. And then Jim Caruso's Cast Party every Monday night. At Birdland. If we move to other media, remember to read The Village Voice on and offline for film reviews by Alan Sherstool. And then Leonard Jacobs is the founder of ClydeFitchReport.com. ClydeFitchReport. Speaking of theater critics, Peter Felicia writes for Kritzerland.com, Elizabeth Vincentelli is readable in the New York Post, Joe Demangowitz in the Daily News, Matt Winman in AM New York, Jesse Green in New York Magazine, and Linda Weiner in Newsday. Plus, our friend of the neighborhood in Chicago, Mary Sheng Barnage writes for Windy City Times, but her reviews are also syndicated to the aforementioned TotalTheater.com. On TV... Find our friend Robert Clohessy in Blue Bloods and Swoozie Gertz in Mike and Molly, and Stephen Tabalowski on Comedy Central in Big Time in Hollywood, Florida. On more local TV, Manhattan Cable, you can watch High Drama with Eva Heinemann, and Two on the Isle with Charles Gross and Leslie Hoban Blake on alternate Thursdays at 10 p.m. Dr. Demento still doing new Dr. Demento shows every week. Online only at drdemento.com, and don't forget that documentary that they did about The Good Doctor, that's being in the editing stage now. For more information about that and when they'll release it, go to smogberrytreesmovie.com. Oscar Brand, alive and presumably quite well, still doing his folk song festival radio show, Saturday nights on WNYC AM. It's the AM band of WNYC 820 on... Terrestrial radio, but I do believe it is streaming, and that show is almost 70 years old. And he founded it 70 years ago. Uh, it's the longest-running, I think, single-hosted show in the history of radio, and one presumes TV as well. Want well, to let you know that Frank DeCaro does a weekday show on Sirius XM. David Kenney does a Sunday night show on WBAI called Everything Old is New Again if you're into cabaret music and standards. And finally, our great friend of the neighborhood, Bob Cudmore, does his podcasts about upstate New York history at bobcudmore.com. And that is this week's Friends of the Neighborhood. If you are or have been a friend of the neighborhood and you listen to the show and you want us to announce what you've been up to and what you've been doing, please do email us. I would love to tell our listeners what our guests have been doing. Dave's gone by at AOL.com is the way to do that. Or just uh, you know, friend me on Facebook and hit me up there and say, hey, I've got this show open, opening up. I've released an album. I've got a book out. Whatever it is, we would love to know. Dave's gone by at AOL.com. It's 1141 in the morning on this Saturday, September 19th, 2015. The last Saturday of summer. What better way (laughs) to come out of a season than to do the all-season wonderment of the music of a man named Shuby Taylor. Born William Shuby Taylor, the human horn was born on this day back in 1929, which means he would have turned 74 years old. Hmm. Sounds like he would have been older than that. Oh, well, um, maybe he died at 74, because he, he was born in 1929, and then he died on June 4th, 2003. I can't believe it's been 12 years since he died already. Maybe he would have been 86 I think that sounds a little more legit. But anyway, William Shuby Taylor was born in Pennsylvania, raised in Harlem, and he was a postal worker for many years. But in his spare time and with whatever spare money he had, he would go into music studios and he would develop his own unique brand of jazz scat singing. That was his thing. He was the human horn. And he didn't sound like Elephant's Gerald. He didn't sound like Mel Torme, no. He sounded like Shuby Taylor, the human horn. Was he good? Well, it depends on your definition. <laughs> of what good is, I'd rather listen to him than Ella Fitzgerald, or almost anybody else in the world, really. Uh, what's kind of interesting is, you know, nobody knew whatever became of him. He was uh, doing these things, and he would bring these cassettes, to radio stations in the hopes of getting some airplay. You know, literally handmade cassettes that he would do, he'd dub, and then he'd bring to WFMU or other stations where he hoped, or I'm sure he sent them to KCR since they were a jazz station, where he hoped to get some airplay. And DJ's interested in his very unique musical stylings where he would either have an organist accompanying him or he would sing over other people's records and scat to them. Well, uh, and he even appeared a, on the a gong show one time, and he was gonged. Or it w- wasn't the gong show, I think. It was um, a night at the Apollo TV show, and he was very, very, very quickly gonged. But since that time, nobody knew who he was, how to find him. Shuby Taylor, William Shuby Taylor, somebody figured out that like, his first name was William. And a listener to the radio station WFMU out in New Jersey Decided, let me see if I can find him. So he went through the phone book of all the William Taylors in New Jersey. And wouldn't you know, in the early aughts, he tracked down, after phone call after phone call, the William Shuby Taylor. Found out he was in a nursing home. Uh, He had had a stroke. In 1992, or no, he moved to a nursing home or senior home in 92 and had a stroke two years later. So that kept him from doing any more of his singing and his unique scatting. But they found him, they brought him to the radio studio, uh, treating, treating him like a star there, and... Reclaimed his recordings. There, there were a handful, maybe just a dozen or so, of recordings for many, many years that were passed around like gold from DJ to DJ and played sacredly on the air. And then once they found Shuby and found that he had a dozen other cassettes roaming around, um, you know, more was able to be reclaimed. Although you can't really get him on a you know, a whole CD or two of his work because of other copyright issues, not just him, but he was singing over other people's records, and that becomes an incredible nightmare when you deal with rights and permissions. So you, you just have to trust me that, thank God, amazingly enough, there's more than just the 45 music of Shuby Taylor that we kind of have known for 20 years. There, there's several hours more of it, <sighs> and it's all so Shuby-esque. So we're going to start with one of the lesser-known Shuby Taylor tracks, um, That was unearthed, when he was unearthed, way back when on WFMU. And he died like a year after that. So it was a miracle, really. So I'm talking about the miracle of Long Jongs. This is the miracle of Shuby Taylor, who would have had a birthday today. I think he would have been 86 years old today, September 19th, 2015. Happy, happy, would have been birthday to the human horn. Let's hear him.
6: Little lover, little up. Little, 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 <laughs> we Will take a little little love, little little love, 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 Sled over to the lava to let us wait, sled over to the lava, sled over to let us to wait, sled to the lava to let us sled over to the to the lava to Fly to the to the lava to the to the lava fly to the to the lava fly the to the lava the to the lava, fly to the lava to the top, fly to the the Slit <speaking> to <in> the lava, please, to the lava, bro, free, the lava, <background> the little lovers, little lovers, little opera little 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 love of We little 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 lovers, little you love love Little bit, little the the it! let it! little it! little the let's <laughs> let it! little the it! 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 let over the it. Let's Let's let over the it. let let over the it. Let's do Let's do it. Let's do let over the it. Let's do it. let let over the it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. let let Little bit, 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 Till let of it, do the lava straw, till let of it little proper, till let over it, let it do the lava, let us win, let up it, let le do the lava, till let of it, let do the lava of of do the
8: Dobi dobi shro plobi a raw that did it. it be. it, Flippy, the lovers, <laughs> step down. Sleet the lovers, don't wait. Let the lovers, the lovers, the lovers, the lovers, the lovers, the the lovers, the lovers, the the She's right. She's She's right. it. Do 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 Nobody didn't know it. If you didn't know about it, then I'm smiling. Nobody didn't know it, you didn't The silly don't leave the <laughs> little don't don't believe baby. Let on don't it. Don't really believe it. the love let it believe. Into the winter throne. Don't do it, baby. Love will Love that lovely, that love not it, let it do do the love will believe. Don't don't believe it, to the last part. Don't 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 play me, the not don't play me, don't don't play me, don't don't play me, the not don't play me, don't don't play me, don't 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 don't
4: Can you even say after that? What, what is there in life? There's nothing. There's nothing in the Torah, New Testament, the Quran, the uh, Webster's Dictionary, the Kabbalah. N- nothing. Nothing prepares you for hearing music like that, and then having to respond to it. Shuby Taylor. When it gets better all the time. It's one of those tracks that was on Earth after. Uh, so on unearthed William Shuby Taylor, living in a senior home uh, back in 2002, put him on the radio and, and spent a, about two hours with him on the air, playing his old music, talking to him about his life, his art, <clears throat> as it were. And, and then, uh, amazingly enough, they got him. Perfect timing, like a year or two before he passed away. But... Amazingly, also, that they got more than just that one circulating audio cassette of his music. They caught stuff like that. It gets better all the time. That is on the Songs in the Key of Z collection, Volume 4, put together by WFMU DJ Erwin Schussett. He was actually not the DJ, not the guy that had Shuby Taylor on the air. It was, it was somebody else there. But he was instrumental in bringing Shuby Taylor to wider attention with this whole outsider music genre. So he's also been kind of instrumental in getting some a little bit more of Shuby, Shubi's music out there, including that one. It's, it gets better all the time. We also heard You Tell Me Your Dream and I'll Tell You Mine. And then a song that we actually played on the very first and second episodes of Dave's Gone By – Back in October of 2002, all those many, many years ago, when I wanted to explain who Shuby Taylor was, way back in October of 2002, I, I wanted to play something fast, something that would keep people interested, pique their interest, and I played Tico Tico. That's the one where it's That one. Uh, played that again today, beginning to end. I actually, I got to cut it down because I was pressed for time. ...on that first episode of Dave's Gone By... ...but we heard Shuby Taylor, Tico Tico... ...one more time on the Dave's Gone By radio show... ...in honor of what would have been the 86th birthday... ...of William Shuby Taylor... ...a.k.a. The Human Horn. Well, I've been very happy blowing my own horn here... ...on the Dave's Gone By radio show... ...today, Saturday, September 19th, 2015... ...our post-show recap episode... Of the play. Uh, of, well, yeah, I guess in honor of the fact that I now have two nights of The Miracle of Long John's under my belt at the Boulder Fringe Festival in Boulder, Colorado. So please, folks, now that I know the thing works and that people are enjoying it and laughing at it, please come see it. On Monday night, I will do the debut of part two of the miracle of Long John's. The second half, the much more, shall we say, active and plot-heavy half, and and heavy with some other stuff, too, ...of the Miracle of Long It will be 6 o'clock, Monday night, at the First United Methodist Church in Boulder. It's right off 14th Street, just a couple of blocks from the Pearl Street Mall, really centrally located there, even if parking might not be. But, yeah, it's part of the Boulder Fringe Festival, Miracle of Long Part 2, on Monday. Then I'm going to do Part 1 again... On Friday, that'll be Friday night at 8, prime time, same location at First United Methodist Church in Boulder. And then you can make a weekend of it. You'll see Part 1 on Friday night and then Part 2 next Saturday, not today, but next Saturday, Part 2 at 6 o'clock in the evening, rounding off the miracle of Long John's with Part 2 of my show, all the information is at miracleoflongjohns.com. Go there for updates if, in case anything changes, because you know all these things did change last week when I realized I couldn't do the whole show in one fell swoop. So that's the best way to stay on top of Miracle of Long John's news. Miracle of Long John's. Dot com. And also, please, if you still want to donate, you can. We, we raised the money already. But I'm bringing it to New York on October 23rd at 9 p.m., that Friday night. And then I want to bring it to New York and other places after that. So you can go to our Indiegogo Page, our Indiegogo campaign for Miracle of Long Johns, and give a dollar, five, ten dollars, fifty dollars, still get one of our premiums, hundred or two hundred and fifty dollars or more. Become a a, a helper to get this show off the ground. One of my next things that I really want to do is uh, bring the show, hopefully, possibly to Greeley, Colorado. I don't want to prevent people from Greeley from schlepping to Boulder to see the show, but at the same time, I feel bad about having to cut the show in half. Uh, And I I also know there are a lot of people who are out of town or can't get to Boulder this weekend or just don't want to, and yet they would go see the show if it were more local. So I will work on that over the next couple of months. It won't be soon, but it might be early into the new year of finding a space to, to do it here properly. The full show, all 80 to maybe 85 minutes of it, of The Miracle of Long John's. But I I find it a miracle that this radio program, Dave's Gone By, has continued all these years with your support, with your listenership. I'm very grateful. I'm tremendously grateful to my wife for her support and for being part of this show now for the past bunch of months of spending the first hour or so doing really crimes and old times with me and basically supporting me every step of the way and, and listening you know, back at the office while she's working to make sure that I don't go off the air or something wrong doesn't happen. I want to thank Matthew Davis, our general manager, for making sure all the microphones work and the boards work and, and stuff is properly the way it ought to be when I step in here so that I usually don't have to worry and say, oh, my God, why isn't this going out on air or why is this not mic not connected or, or, you know, why is this off I can come here and just worry about doing the best show that I possibly can. That said, I want to remind you that I won't be on the air this coming Saturday, which would be um, September 20-something, of uh, 26th I think it is. I will be um, in between shows. I'll, I might be in Boulder overnight, and I just can't deal with doing a radio show again in between. So I won't be on Dave's Gone By next Saturday I will God willing hopefully be on in 2 weeks so I want to wish all my Jewish listeners a an easy fast for Yom Kippur which is happening this week. Well, I wish all my listeners a very happy and healthy autumn. You now in, in just 2 days from now I guess the leaves are starting to turn. We're certainly feeling the weather get more crisp overnight and into the morning hours before the sun comes up. That's just the natural order of things, folks. It wasn't a bad summer, I have to say. I don't think we even hit 100 once despite global warming and all of that, but um would, would like a little bit of rain. That wouldn't hurt us right now. So anywho, um, hope all the students here are having a good fourth week going into the fifth week of the semester, and that like, everybody's having a great Time and enjoying the late late summer into the fall I know that I had a marvelous week last week teaching doing my show wandering around Boulder taking in the sights and playing hot potato with my wife I would say when you have good health and good times like that it's something of a miracle even with adding on top of that my miracle of long johns and so here's cheap trick of all people, from a very good album they did a few years back called The Latest. This is a song actually playing my pre-show music called Miracle. See you in two weeks and gone by.